0: Hi, everybody. Kate here. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast. Um, This is kind of a late episode because we, in place of the regular podcast, had the live show this week, though I know it wasn't free. Um, But I can't even tell you guys how much I appreciate you coming to that. I was very nervous for that. I definitely, you know, it's like you always think things could have gone better. And uh, there's there's so many funny snafus I know from my end that went on. Uh, but I was reading through the chat last night and it was so freaking funny and it was so censored and they were censoring out the word bra and I'm so confused. But I just thought everybody was like, you're a star, razzle dazzle, like asterisk to asterisk, asterisk. But it turns out they weren't letting you guys say anything. Like not even the word Christ, I mean, the, it was confusing. So uh, needless to say, sorry to bring up bralettes and censor, you know, your place where you talked about them. I guess that's part of like the third party company that does these shows that just does that to be safe because I couldn't see the chat. Um, but it's, a, it's, it's tough. Uh, you never know if it's going to distract you. But now I wish I knew that you guys weren't bored when I thought you were and... We're learning as we go, but it was a really fun experience. I felt close, to, like close to you guys in a way, in a way that feels different than the different than the podcast because this is kind of a less personalized medium. And um, I really just had the best time. So I hope, uh, I, I hope ideally I'll get to see you in person soon. But if not, I love knowing that that format's available. Uh, and what I ended up doing is going out to Michigan, like an hour outside the city, because you know if Tugwood smells me within. A 20 mile radius. He sabotages every operation. And I also have really bad internet. So when I was kind of weighing my options, I felt like, uh, going to like a really dense hotel in the city wasn't the best idea. So I kind of wanted some space and isolation. And, um, anyway, so a long time ago, we planned like, let's do like a whole nap of the Midwest wine trip and, you know, safely, Uh, go to some of these sprawling field-like vineyard places and do what we can safely just to kind of experience some joy and travel outside of the circumstances this year. But uh, it's kind of a weird thing where Chicago ended up kind of reeling it back. uh, Precautions... Uh, for covid and they go in effect on monday but we found out when we were already here thursday so you know the last thing i ever want to do is appear irresponsible or to be neglecting my local health officials but uh we got here before they were put in place we'll take all the necessary precautions do not worry but i just had to shout out um bluefish vacation rentals They are the perfect escape from Chicago uh, for the top options in harbor country. They have charming beachside cottages, elegant lakefront estates, full-service vacation rentals, uh, with vacation planning assistance and expertise to provide unparalleled experiences in southwest Michigan. Uh, If you want more information and to check out the house we're in that I'm going to post a tour of uh, tomorrow, go to bluefishvacations.com. Uh, at Bluefish Vacations on Instagram and at Bluefish Vacation Rentals on Facebook. And if you do happen to book, you can use code KATE10 to enjoy 10% off your hashtag booked with Bluefish stay of two nights or more from November 10th, 2020 to November 10th, 2021, a whole year. Uh, again that's bluefishvacations.com i use code Kate10 this is actually not something they asked me to do but I'm having such a nice experience I want to reiterate how much I've loved this because guys I am desperate to get out of Chicago and I'm a little nervous going into the winter and what it's going to be like a little more locked down and I can't tell you what peace of mind it gives me to know I can go somewhere and feel like I'm somewhere totally different despite being close enough to not be compromising the safety of myself or the people I'm with and um you know, it's uh, it's been really, really fun, and I, I it was really special to come out here. And even though I didn't get to see you in person, which is obviously the best case scenario, um, it was fun to do this here and have you know my hype gals and uh, drink some wine. And you know, as you'll come to learn, chat about things like Taylor Swift and Pangaea. Uh, I have my friends today on Ali and um, Lindsay who are two of my good friends in my Taylor Swift lyrics listening club. Uh, But beyond that, they're insanely accomplished businesswomen that run a humor-based marketing agency called Obedient that's insanely successful. They're self-made, very funny, humor-driven, creative women that have built a career out of encouraging brands that there's a space for irreverence. And uh, it's important to find identity and personality in your brand and to take risks at times with the uh, campaigns you do. And they've, I don't know, they've really interesting work. They have several podcasts all tell you about them at some point in the episode. Uh, But I just thought it would be fun that while I'm here with a couple friends to have them on the podcast, you know, after a while, it's like you talk to yourself for a long time. It's fun to be able to kind of, uh, you know, just go back and forth. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It's kind of silly. We spend a lot of time on Housewives taglines and Taylor Swift and wine puns and my Hallmark screenplay. I don't know. There's a lot here, but figure it'd be fun to enjoy a conversation. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your support again, for coming to the show. If you did in the event, you hear this podcast by Sunday night at nine Eastern. I believe you can still watch back the live show. We ended up extending it. Cause a lot of people were like, Oh shoot, I missed it. Can I buy it after the fact? So they are still for sale. But if you're listening to this after Sunday, 11 14, do not do that. But if it is before then, uh, go to slash be there in five. And yeah, now to the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Be There in Five podcast. I'm Kate Kennedy, your host, reporting live from Southwest Michigan, the Napa of the Midwest, wine country. I recorded my live show out here that so many of you were so kind enough to attend. And in an effort to get some uh, space and get away from Tugboat and just, you know, uh, be able to safely uh, have some help while setting up the show, instead of going to a hotel in the city, we came out to this gorgeous Michigan wine country uh, about an hour outside of Chicago. We'll tell you all about it, but I decided I wanted to podcast last minute after the show, so I apologize this is coming out late, but I'd be remiss not to have two of my Uh, house guests Uh, on is my uh, guest for the podcast too this week because they've been on the podcast before. I was on theirs last week. They're so funny, so brilliant, so smart, and such good hype gals for my show. Uh, (laughs) They run an incredible humor-based marketing agency called Obedient, that is crushing it. They're the wordplay queens. They have so many podcasts, from FANGASM to formerly FKA Poderotica to (laughs) Brand Spaining to Forward Forward, that reads email forward. I mean, they've got it all. They've got a media empire, really. And uh, I'm lucky enough to have them here today. Welcome back to the podcast, Allie Lefever and Lindsay Rush. Ah,
1: thank you for having us. It's our honor.
0: (laughs) I mean, we didn't see this coming. This is a last minute decision.
1: I know. I'm. I don't feel prepared, but I feel excited. Are you people that like to be prepared?
0: Um, You can be honest.
1: No. (laughs) You're like, we're doing this against our will. Preferably, but also uh, very comfortable off the cuff. You're such
0: good conversationalists that that's why I'm taking advantage of you being here (laughs) from work.
1: We'll do anything for you, baby. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Including a brainstorming session I made you do Uh. about 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I told them I wanted to do, uh, one of the things I told them I wanted to do because were in this part of the country is like, you know, I'm still in full on housewives tagline mode had, having uh, literally stayed up all night ideating Salt Lake City based taglines for a place I've never been that quite <laughs> frankly, I don't think would let me in. Uh And we started doing this uh when we were drinking wine and there's just a lot of opportunities for puns here so we were thinking like okay if we had to introduce ourselves in southwest michigan wine country like what would our vibe be and Mm. it's an ask it's an it's a narrow narrow ask so i'm excited to see what you guys came up with (laughs) Lindsay, how would you qualify the formula
2: i mean i feel like they're making some sort of statement on how they fit into the group or the city Mm -hmm. or like it's what they do but it's like what you would want your castmates and listeners To think about you. To like, not listeners, your audience, to like know about you. Yeah. You're like, I'm the the bad girl of (laughs)
0: Beach Town. Like not that. It's like like, communicating your sass and how little you care
1: what people think. Yeah, Yeah, and
2: basically like why you're the best cast member. I feel like everyone's trying to like wedge themselves as the like, I'm the queen of this, so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Like fierceness is a Mm -hmm. key part of this tagline. Right. And I think the tough
0: part for us too is like the three of us would want to not be praised for, like, being party gals or mega hotties yeah. or rich. We'd want people to be like, that wordplay is fire.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> be like, I learned nothing about her, but <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> Mental gymnastics it took for me to understand that tagline.
1: I'm impressed. <laughs> like, wow, three puns in one sentence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, uh
0: yeah, coming up with, I think the juxtaposition, I, I have trouble getting out of the formula of, I may not be this, but I am that. Mm, like, yeah. I mm, always yeah. think mm-hmm. that way. And I don't even, anyways,
1: I always um, think like that even outside this exercise. <laughs> yeah, it, it it
0: there's a it's a, there's a tune to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. That yeah, I mean, I, most of mine are like this, so I can just start to get us warm. Okay. Um, mine start pretty weak. Uh, I may live in the mitten state, but if you cross me, the gloves come off. Oh, wow. That's, that's solid. your weakest?
1: That's beautiful. That's solid. <laughs> no, was,
0: honestly, as I read that, I was like, oh, no, that's fierce.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to warm this I up and make you guys really feel comfortable easing into this process <laughs> as I hit you with the best... Tagline that's ever been written. You're like yeah. the sleeper
0: bitch of the group. <laughs> Another effort.
2: I would <laughs> never, but here. <laughs>
0: Sorry. That <laughs> no. was a little. That was maybe. Yeah. Pro- that's probably one of the better ones they've done. Uh, do we want to go one for one? We can do that. oh boy. <laughs> Where to begin? Where to begin?
2: Should we start with our Michigan-specific ones and then we can bleed yeah, out into like, others? But I've. Yeah.
0: Oh. Or I a, only have Michigan. Well, I have people have heard mine, so sure, I only sure, have sure. Michigan-specific. Okay. So okay. start Michigan- there. Specific figure out the cadence we even said these out loud i know i know i'm trying to figure
1: out the rhythm i've said
0: wait so you're not editing this so nope. we should not oh we should okay design. oh wow okay
1: minimal right. pauses minimal pauses <laughs> when i show up in new buffalo they won't be able to keep their mittens off of me <laughs> <laughs> which
2: is like so bad so bad i want the inclusion of new buffalo yeah, i wanted to make it really tight
1: laser very, focus very we're laser focusing this one
2: <laughs> but we have the same thought i know i couldn't work <laughs> mitten in but i did work cherry in mm. I have, i'm not from here so i guess you could say michigan pop my cherry
3: mm. oh Mm-mm-mm.
2: i like so she's that. the newbie and she's like yes show me the okay oh, it's a concept it's yeah. a character oh, okay I and it. i show me the i bet you had one very
1: similar well i have a similar one because i'm from michigan originally and i said this Michigan cherry is about to pop. Oh, she <laughs> is. Pop off. Pop, yeah, off. pop off. Yeah, because it's just a
0: cherry that's going to pop. Just pop. With enthusiasm. <laughs> this hymen is ready. It's <laughs> ready to burst. Because <laughs> when you juxtapose a figure of speech, it becomes literal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that we've just got We're a perfect case of two. Force clashing. That would have been great when I was 19. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
2: just oh, going wow. to a party. I'm Allie. And this cherry is about to
3: pop. And like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, what
0: Sorry. What? I do that when I think of something. I gasp as well. When I have mm-hmm. an idea, I gasp or I like do something that w- would make you think I just won the lottery, but then I process it and I'm like, oh, it's not good. Yeah. So now everyone wants to know what it is. But I was just thinking about how there's something with wild cherry. Oh, this cherry's uh, wild. Yeah, yeah, like the cherries aren't the only thing wild in this city or like right. whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, that's yeah. great. I literally just talk like Samantha Jones. <laughs> it's
2: fine. I think it's yeah. sort of a great way to start delivering these, isn't Samantha <laughs> Jones? Yes. So you're sort mm-hmm.
0: of yes. Just like, honey. Lawrence of my labia. Don't
1: say labia.
0: <laughs> she said it on a camel. Do you remember that? She did what? In Sex and City 2. Samantha would not stop making puns about the Middle East. And she was on a camel, and she made a joke about Lawrence of (laughs) labia. Oh, my gosh. Very on brand. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) Um, Okay, next round. I have um, in
1: my house, you can have whatever you like. Okay, I'm going to scroll up to my lake ones. (laughs) Hadn't you heard? I'm the reason these lakes are so great oh Ooh.
2: yes i love that i just have a really short one it says all's fair in love and lakeshore oh mm, mm. so maybe i'm the person who wants to like make everybody get along i, I love that <laughs> <laughs> i trying to get cast she's, here she's casting herself <laughs> i try to justify the word play
0: uh this state tends to swing in more ways than one.
1: Ooh. Oh, solid because they're having key parties <laughs>
0: Sorry I, that I I also didn't. Um, well, you guys find your next one. If you if you're new here, I always say mine is in order to be a ten. Sometimes you've got to be there in five.
3: I'm yeah, uh, <laughs> so solid. And also
0: Kyle Richards used to have one that like yachts and planes are nice, but my happiness starts at home. But I always mm. thought of it as like yachts and planes are nice, but I'm the only one with the tugboat. Mm. Uh, mm. So I think those are like my universal too. But they uh, Lindsay and Allie brought up that I could be
1: using milking Kennedy really. Mm-hmm. oh absolutely uh like this is a like new kennedy compound like there's something there oh yeah for sure kennedy curse the curse mm-hmm. has been broken yeah or like i'll curse pro- you if i'm if proof the, the kennedy curse has been
2: broken or something like that you're <gasps> mm-hmm.
0: yeah tell me my no you have to tell me my character traits now
2: <laughs> because you're like nice but unassuming
0: <laughs> uh, but like you're strong when you need to be i
2: already did when you were like it's not the only state of swing so i was like okay so you guys have an open relationship <laughs> yeah. that's the character here yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I did one that, this is another Michigan-centric one. On the west side of Michigan, resentments aren't the only thing I harbor.
0: harbor. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: I wasn't thinking of harbor as a verb. Mm, nice. i wow. yeah. like to spice it up a little
2: bit. Yeah. I did a Lake Michigan one sort of similar to your greatness. It says, I'm like Lake Michigan,
0: great, majestic, and always making waves.
1: Mm. Ah. Oh, making waves is
0: solid. Yeah. There's also something too with lakes not ha- being salty. Oh yeah,
1: you know. Oh yeah, and they're fresh, like sharks in this oh. lake. Mm. I-, I did do one about. There's some sharks in this lake. lake. <laughs> There's some sharks. I did uh, serving you fresh looks and fresh water.
0: Oh, oh. that that could be wow. sold at a gift shop uh, nearby, oh, wow. like Michigan mittens and the I'm a millionaire. Uh, uh, I have oh. Uh, Oh, Michigan may be the only thing pure left in this group. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that should have been your first that softball for <laughs> us.
2: <laughs> so
1: good.
0: Oh, when you were there's something too with um. We'll we'll get to yours. Never mind, because I've commentary about one of your later ones i think if i heard you brainstorming right okay <laughs> um i also have like a simple wine like a you can't sip with us situation mm, in, that's in, in like wine country
2: i feel like there's like big deck energy yeah yes, also like some sure. of these like softballs
0: like so my softballs were like miss you were here i'll mm, cut a bitch mm-mm. again if you try and come at michigan uh <laughs> oh, God. and then i th- oh. I couldn't figure out what to put in place of milkshake, but I do
1: feel like my milkshake brings all the boys to the vineyard. or something? Did I say this one already? <laughs> Hold on. When I show up in the mitten, they'll all be clapping their hands. <laughs> 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 Why? You don't clap your hands you're
0: wearing mittens. Like when I show like up, I'm going to get tepid, tunneled, hard to hear applause. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a, a, a safe space. A muffled clap in a mitten. Clap. <laughs> When I show up, they're sort of fine about it. (laughs) They're going to be muffled clapping me all the way. It's like the only thing sadder than a golf clap is a mid clap. clap. Barely audible.
2: They seem really indifferent well, about, about her. <laughs> there's something about having, like, cold feet, not cold hands. Or, like, you know, there's something about mittens. Cold-hearted.
1: Warm hands, but oh. cold-hearted. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Redemption. <laughs> Redemption.
0: I, I like the applause. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind too. of like the... Uh, the these... Those fingers aren't the only thing that's webbed. Or like. <laughs> what? <laughs> like the nature of mittens on an adult oh, is right, weird. Right, right, right. Not webbed, but like. But I think or yours or
2: perfect about taking the gloves off.
0: Or this, the shape of the state's not the only thing backhanded. Because you know how people always point to oh, their backhand. Yeah, like yeah. There's something there. I'm sure the people not from Michigan are loving this, <laughs> loving
1: this content.
0: There's also things like bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens that I couldn't quite figure oh. out. Or like this, uh, the only thing so bad (laughs) the only thing the 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 only thing (laughs) aging around here is is the the, wine is the no but that would make more sense (laughs) (laughs) the
1: the foley age
0: (laughs) like i needed i was trying to figure out out. the age
1: like fully i never disclose my foley age (laughs) (laughs) so bad so bad one of the
0: taglines i cut from the salt lake city one was like Brigham's not the only one trying to stay young in this town, and oh, yeah, Bra- Bravo actually approved that one, but I cut it just for not being that great. Uh, but I feel like there all, there's something like about uh, being obsessed with aging here that it makes more sense with wine.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: What's the like a leopard never changes its spots? Is it there's like or is someone's colors like run through versus foliage? It's like t- ten. Oh, what? I oh, a see. Are
1: oh, I oh, was saying shining. that's the
0: uh, oh, oh, state oh, 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 oh. animal.
2: <laughs> Wolverine. I was like, do wolverines never change
1: this I was trying to make it work with Uh-oh. a wolverine. Thank you. Thank
0: wolverine you. is a fierce animal. Yeah. It's pound for pound the most deadly animal, apparently, according to my husband, who's annoyingly a Michigan wolverine. <laughs> I
2: was like, wow, pound for pound.
1: As another Michigan wolverine. Never heard that fun fact, <laughs> really? but I love it. <laughs> Me and Greg will swap war stories after. Did you, uh, yeah. I actually think I went... I think I went through all of mine. I I have a few more, but they're not Michigan-related as much as they're more just. Please hit me. Oh boy, let's hear some of our personal ones. Okay, though. personal. Mm-hmm. I've got a fever, and it's contagious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Her last name's la <laughs> She's not just like speaking french. Yes. Yes.
2: That's another classic way to write a tagline. I <laughs> no, this was it. Others, but, le. but
0: but I like the delivery. There's no the joke is in the last name. But right. the there's no punchline otherwise so you're just telling people it's (laughs) contagious right like the message there is is,
2: I'm
1: being me is contagious yeah personality is contagious I feel like Mm -hmm. would be a good benefit gotta love fever and because (laughs) because (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well (laughs) nix that one (laughs) I
2: was I have one that's sort of like wine related that it's really bad the only time I want to hear no is when someone's offering me vino
3: Oh, <laughs> but like you know the no. Yeah, that's mm. good.
0: No, that well, um, isn't that what's Lucy uh, on the grounds oh, podcast? Vine about Va- vine about oh, nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Vino nothing. That's right. Um, I didn't think about Vino because I was trying to. Because I think we're all trying to avoid like the tea towels. Like everything happens. Yeah. Um, yeah rosé like all day chardonnay yeah. all day we're
2: human beings not cocktail napkins mm-hmm. no we yes. are sort of cocktail napkins we, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it
0: all fit honestly, tightly I've never napkins. felt so understood yeah. as like I am a walking cocktail I have the personality
2: of a cocktail napkin <laughs> yes. that your aunt put out yeah. <laughs> and got a kick out of herself yeah. I have one last one that I have to share because it's so dumb <laughs> about myself if home is where the heart is I guess I live in a Marshalls <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's where my heart uh, is. It's in the candle aisle.
1: Oh, boy. Uh,
2: I, um,
0: wow. Wow. Do I we- love uh, a Marshalls
1: reference. Because yeah. it yeah. d- it's unsung hero of the discount stores, uh, relative to TJ Maxx and Home Goods. Right. Really, well, Marshalls, back in Michigan, I feel like is stronger than Home Goods. Like they had just have a better supply. Makes the tagline even stronger. Yeah. See? It feels like you <laughs> knew you. that.
0: <laughs> you. We're Michigan we're known for our strong residual inventory. The Marshalls. <laughs>
1: Marshalls. The Come industry. for the wine. <laughs> Come for the wine, stay with the residual <laughs> inventory at Marshalls. <laughs> the skincare shelf is so sticky. Yeah. Everything is spilled. Well, so fun fact, they uh when cowshed the the like body care body wash line from Soho was they got new branding and packaging. They shipped all of their old packaging to Marshalls. And so in Michigan, I stocked up on uh, cow shed, like shampoo oh, and conditioner oh, yeah. and skincare and all that jazz. So, you know, good you've finds. got
0: a fever and the only cure is more cow
1: shed. <laughs> more cow shed. <laughs> more cow Because <shed. laughs> uh,
0: c- wow, it's wow, cow wow. right? Yes. yes. That's perfect. Yes. Uh, I was trying to think of something really that rhyme with bell and it's the easiest rhyme, I couldn't figure no, out anything.
2: It's good. There's something about the beaches being family-friendly, but, like, my personality's not, or, like, my content's mm, not, or something. Oh, uh,
1: like, yes. Yeah, my attitude's not. I like the one that we tossed around at the table before we started recording, which was, um, uh, <laughs> I'm into smoking pot and looking smoking hot. Oh, okay. yeah. That,
0: that one, I think, if they ever do, like, a San Francisco-y mm-hmm. or, like, more <laughs> granola-y type yeah. house mm-hmm. vibe... It's so good. Yeah. Two things in smoke.
2: I've always had, I'm not a player. I just rush a lot as like a person. Oh, you know, that, yeah. Or like, I'm easy on the eyes, but it's with an eye because my name, Lindsay, doesn't have any eyes. Not easy on what the I eyes. is that, strong. Did
0: you not use that in dating profiles? Oh, man.
2: I don't know.
1: Well, that was a missed opportunity. Man, I have
2: to dig those up.
1: You should break up with Caleb just to try but those okay, out. I should <laughs> destroy my relationship <laughs> just yeah, to use that tagline. Worth it. Maybe start a burner account.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Every Thank once you. in a while, I'm like, Greg, let's just pretend if we weren't together and we had to create dating profiles. Let's make them and tell each other if we'd pick each other. <laughs> no, it's a horrible idea. Like this, is I would bad. not. What is it? Swipe left is bad. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Is it swipe bad. right's good? Yes.
2: Didn't you say your mom got on a dating app and, and sw- didn't understand and swiped? She,
1: thought she was saying no to all these guys and woke up with like hundred matches. She had 126 matches the next morning. That is
2: a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yes. Mr. Oh wrong. God. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Yeah.
1: Swipe with Mr. Wrong.
0: Wow, swipe I, Mr. Right
1: oh, or swipe wrong. I think yeah,
0: it was. Wow. Well, I was I like am very obsessed with um. Oh Kelly, what was my homework movie called last year that I wrote like a a concept for? Um,
1: Immaculate
0: Deception. So.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's Wait, like, what was the
0: premise? Um, uh, a woman from the big city returns home to her hometown, and everyone all they want to talk about is. If she is having kids, if she wants kids, when kids mm-hmm. are gonna happen, mm-hmm. and um, but all she's she's just like crushing her career, and she just got promoted, and no one's asking, and she's just like, fine, I'm just gonna like, I just want to feel Christmas spirit, I just want to feel normal again. I need to fake a pregnancy. Oh, and then she finds the, the local tree hand, and she's like, can you just pretend to be my boyfriend that knocked me up so people stop bothering me about having kids? and so she pretends to have kids with there's a <laughs> subplot a real... where there with immaculate conception where uh, people think that she is pregnant and like nobody knows the father mm-hmm. and and i think it's a relatable plotline more so than a lot of these cuz people do bother women about if they when they're going to have kids or not yeah
3: right.
2: so, what's a so wait, what's a tree hand
0: so I was going to say the local tree hand yeah, as opposed to the Christmas, the... Tree, uh, oh, tree. Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree like I didn't know called tree hands. Yeah. Tree hands, okay. Cool. Or, oh, maybe if not. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> it sounds right. I don't I don't know Treesmen. Treesmen. <laughs> yeah, they're just the a like, local trees? mega
0: hotties donating time to yeah. char- trees probably being sold for charity not for <laughs>
1: profit. So wait, it does, she, does it ra- distinction. <laughs> does she wrap up with she actually is pregnant?
0: Well, you know, one thing you won't be deceived by this holiday season, uh, unlike my protagonist, Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, is a little company, uh, uh, an amazing company I've worked with for a while now called HelloFresh. HelloFresh is one of my favorite advertisers to work with because I use the product every week. It's the only way I ever cook in my household because you guys know I'm not exactly skilled in the kitchen, but HelloFresh has taught me invaluable things like how to make a lime crema that while you just have to put lime zest in sour cream, these are the simple things that you overcomplicate when you're kind of looking at recipes that overwhelm you. And with HelloFresh's curated Um, you know, ingredients that are sent right to your door with their easy recipes. You get to choose from over 20 a week. You have such great options to kind of innovate in the kitchen and make wonderful meals for your family at a really low price point. Uh, They offer convenient no-contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. You get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. It's called America's Number One Meal Kit for a reason and it lets you skip the trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. So there's something everybody will enjoy, including 20-minute meals, low-calorie, vegetarian, family-friendly recipes, and more. And they help you to be more sustainable by not wasting money on ingredients you only use once. The the, the first global carbon-neutral meal kit company, and by skipping the grocery store and using HelloFresh, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25%. Uh, I think it's a really fun thing to do, especially as we kind of hunker down for winter. I, have, I take a lot of comfort in knowing that it gets delivered on a consistent basis, and I always have th- something interesting to make for my family. So we also love that they give back. They've donated over 3.5 million meals in 2020 with their Beyond the Box program. And uh, if you want to try HelloFresh for yourself, I would love for you to save time, uh, save stress, have delicious, nutritious, sustainable, and uh, you know, ethical meals that give back. You can go to HelloFresh.com slash be there in 590 and use code be there in 590 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash be there in 590 and use code be there in 590 to get $90 off, including free shipping. I just want to clarify that's be there in 5 how the show is spelled, F I V E, then the number 90. So HelloFresh.com slash be there in 590 and use code be there in 590 to get $90 off, including free shipping. And thanks to HelloFresh.
1: <laughs> Does she wrap up with she actually is pregnant or she never? yes she ends up pregnant at the end of this movie yes oh but she I fir- does end up real pregnant yes mm. but I'm forgetting it's basically
0: the w- she's pregnant from a different reason than she told people yeah and so it looks like an immaculate conception yeah. but I don't remember the ins and outs is her
2: name like is it Mary, Mary. is it yeah. Maria is it's, it close it's, yeah. I
0: think it's M-E-R-R-Y Mary yeah oh great we had a
2: puppy named Mary that we got for no Christmas way. that was spelled like did that did she immaculately conceive <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how I brought her into the world <laughs>
2: Her middle name was Christmas, so we got a little literal. Merry Christmas. Her name Rush. was Merry
3: Christmas
0: Rush. <laughs> really cute. Uh, uh, there was something else too. So we, um Allie and Lindsay and I. uh No, is that a case where we and me, Allie, Lindsay and me? Are you gonna say a <laughs> verb afterwards? Are you gonna
2: say like I did this?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that's right. Uh-huh. That didn't sound right. Allie, Lindsay, and I, um, we're part of the Taylor Swift Listening Club we call the Bitch Pack. Mm -hmm. Um, The only group of girlfriends that love Taylor Swift to ever have done that (laughs) Mystery Ever. It's very original. First and last. And we would gather after Folklore came out. Well, once Folklore came out, we gathered around and talked about just lyrics of Folklore. And then we decided once per week we were going to talk about her other albums. And it was like the most fun thing as adults to sit around and uh, banter about what is a form of art that's so often trivialized because it's Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but she's a lyricist and a wonderful writer. And you are the first people I know that so earnestly <laughs> took it in
1: as art as I have for so long. And I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that. <laughs> it was a true delight to be able to sit down and dissect all of our lyrics and like be so emo and talk about the ones that like really impacted us and moved us and where we were in that moment when we heard it and
2: how mm-hmm. it resonates.
1: And, oh yeah, I love that.
2: Yeah. And I feel like, It had that same fun of a book club where everyone gets to be like, this hit me in this way, or I always read this as this, and this reminded me of this story. And where you don't often get that chance with lyrics, whether or not you're someone who pays a ton of attention to Mm -hmm. them. But even you know, to be like, oh, I never knew that that was exactly what that yeah. said.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and we all pick mm-hmm. out such different things based on, like, our own subjective experiences, but you guys have a mutual favorite song all time, I think. Yeah, all time. I would love for, to hear your case for this song because I think it's really mm-hmm. uh, unsung, literally and figuratively. <laughs> it's
1: Wonderland, mm-hmm. um, which… The unsung hero. It really is. It's probably the song I think we have both collectively listened to the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it came out, I listened to that song on repeat endlessly for months on end it's so
0: interesting because i didn't even know about it when it came out because it's a bonus track on
1: 1989 yeah, yeah. right like new
0: romantics another great yeah. song but so you you went to target
3: you yes. got the bonus cd yes, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. and you probably i i literally maybe wonderland came on my radar maybe a couple of years ago oh, Wow, because she doesn't she doesn't even sing it live ever i don't
2: think she ever has, right
1: no has she ever i what? don't think so yeah, I don't, know. it's it's funny because it's not one that ever gets talked about, but, and it's so, I, I thought I was like one of the only people that really liked a video it. A comes
2: up of her singing oh, it. Oh, really?
1: Says, oh, what a delight.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, on her tour, she sang it. She did? Yeah. Oh, I would have been excited. But I, I think I love the lyrics. I love, I love the idea of being in a relationship with someone that, my favorite line is, um, it was never worse, but never better. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes Aww. you kind of stay with people and it's. Not that bad that you stray, but it's like your life isn't actually that great with them. And I think that's a very relatable idea. So I love that. And I love just the, I love how it's like uh, told through the story of like Alice in Wonderland and yeah. like going mad and illusion. I think the rhythm is great. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's
0: intense. Yeah. You, it you, you feel yourself being swept into the undertow of somebody's yeah. Uh-huh. emotion. Yeah. I hate when people, people always ask to like rank or call out certain specifics for Taylor Swift, but like her catalog's huge and it really is a sensory, it's like, it's, it's a, a, there's no absolute like good, Mm -hmm. better, best to me. It's Mm -hmm. very situational. Yeah. Right. Um, but you guys forced me to really sit down and think of like why I like the things I like. And when we did the categories, um, I was trying to think of mine. Was it pop gospel like, You're I focused pop- on the ones that built. You did pop gospel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you did un- Unrequited Love. I did, yeah. Which Taylor Swift is fantastic oh, at. there's a million options <laughs> so, that. so are all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
2: remember your theme? I think mine was, like, crush. Like, it was all, yes. all the ones oh, I loved yes. were this, like, possibility, potential, hope. Like, will they, won't they. Like, the mm-hmm. build and the, like, what if of it all. I feel like I always... Whenever an album came out, I was always about so sad. I was always about to be in love. <laughs> um. no, but... <laughs> See, That's... I feel like there was someone in a picture, yeah, and that you yeah. were like, "Oh, what if it like?" I just mm-hmm. and I even think like musically, the ones I'm drawn to. Same with Wonderland. It it goes from like twinkly, like soft to like this powerful chorus and then back to the softness, and like it feels like it's that mm-hmm. that like crescendo of a relationship, like Enchanted.
1: That was one of the Enchanted's
2: ones you, another you one did. Of mine. Delicate. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those are all like. Like mystery, whispery, and then like mm-hmm.
0: powerful, and then back to the. My insides feel like butter when I hear "handsome, you're a mansion with a view." Oh, mm. <laughs> <Did you> just- <laughs> <laughs> what if I just started
2: weeping? <laughs> <laughs> I put my head, my hands. I love that. Is it might be neck and
0: neck? It's so good. Oh. Um, I think that the uh, well, we're all like stands of rep, which I think yeah. is helpful. Uh, for switchy fans to like get along because people can be <laughs> a little harsh on rep sometimes,
1: uh, I think it's the best album
0: still. It, it, I just I like the mood I Me do. too.
1: I feel like it's the one I can put on and just like uh vibe so hard too. It, it's hard to vibe when you're
0: vibe into the man, and then soon you'll get better comes on. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a stressful experience too chaotic entirety of lover, I know, know it's coming. yeah, yeah, and I really should just make a
1: playlist without it.
0: yes <laughs> Yeah. If only there was Soon an easy way better. to do it. <laughs> yeah. If only there was some sort of tool and system
1: uh, where you could select the songs that you, you like. I, I think
2: favorites are, have always been really, really hard for me. And so I liked that with this, we had to pick a favorite from each album. But I liked that we were able to say, like, this was my favorite at the time. And I think music is so subjective mm-hmm. in that way. When, when you heard a song for the first time, what were you doing? How were you feeling? What did it remind you of? Mm-hmm. And so it's very hard to be, obviously we're not like writing for Rolling Stone like you yeah. don't have to be objective in that way but I think this helped be like this is why I love this not this is her all-time although you guys don't you have like an all-time or no
1: I don't you, know that I ever Mandy did one.
2: Mandy has all too well as like
1: yeah well top top yeah, yeah. well we one time ranked our top 22 yeah but I didn't do them in order let's see what you did there yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't Thank know about you, you but it. I picked my top 22 <laughs>
0: That was the song she played at the concert I went to, and I was so pissed. 22? Because that's like, she. Pl- if you were to play
1: a surprise song from a back catalog, 22's not mm, it. Yeah, that's not it. Especially that's- now, her demographic is clearly driving way beyond 22. It, right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh, I just found my big presentation. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> Although I said I didn't have a favorite when we did set up that say Wonderland is, I guess it is.
1: It, yeah. It's, if I had to pick a favorite, it would it's be that so one. It's just so hard. Yeah. Oh, right. I I've, I've made a
0: chart for the like anatomy of a perfect toxic teenage love anthem. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah. And the things in one song, she says the following are undesirable, sensible, incredible. All your single friends are jealous. Opens your door. <laughs> says you look beautiful tonight. Makes you feel perfectly fine. Respects your space. Never makes you wait. Calls when He says he will. He's close to your mother. He talks business with your father. He's charming and he's dear and he makes you comfortable. What a garbage human. Like, Dump his ass. Girl, get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. Girl, take out the trash. Uh, but husband material... Screaming, fighting, yeah. kissing in inclement weather, Ooh. staying up till 2 a.m., cursing his name, acting insane, breaking down, coming undone, a, roll, a roller coaster, wild, crazy, frustrating, intoxicating, and complicated. And I think I, got, I was obsessed with this because I legit thought that the latter category was what I, mm-hmm. relationships needed. And I think mm-hmm. I really overlooked people that were nice to me. Like mm-hmm. chaos. Because Same. so many of my friends were in chaotic relationships. And I and again I had this really mis, like this huge misunderstanding about the real role of grand gestures in a human's life.
1: I really thought they were real. Yeah. Yeah. Well I, I think we're all taught that love is supposed to feel like intense all the time. Yeah. And that when it's neutralized, that there's something wrong, when it's just easy and it's relaxing and it's simple yes. and it's uncomplicated, <laughs> that it feels like there's something missing. Right. Because we have these like extreme like ups and downs, and that like those swings back and forth in the pendulum is what we relate to love. Well, that feels that like is. chemistry. You can mistake it for chemistry. Totally. Because yeah. adrenaline,
2: it feels better than like <laughs> safety and vulnerability. And right. Yeah. No. I think also like being, when I was single, single, seeing all my married friends, they seemed so bored, like from the outset. Yeah. You'd yes. just be like, but I think I mistook boredom for safety and or like Peace or calm. Mm. And not that every, they're not like yeah. one or the other, but I think that's how it can feel. Is you're like, but I'm dating and he won't call me tonight and I will <laughs> cry. <laughs> and I play Taylor Swift and I'm thriving. Now. And they're doing laundry. So losers. You know, like I was always like, yeah. I
1: win. <laughs> no. I'm crying myself to sleep and they're doing laundry. <laughs> <Yeah>. I win.
0: <laughs> Fucking schmuck. Oh, like, I've got a ticket for my doing my cubs routine, <laughs> sobbing. And Allie
2: and Matt are spooning going to bed and I'm like, never.
0: It's boring. <laughs> That's such a real thing, though. That I think, in the context of talking about how I get a little speak to my mom culture and mom wine culture, just in you know, not looking like you have time to yourself, like showering self care. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think marriage is presented similarly, where I'm very careful to not do like old ball and chain vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hate when anybody is presented as somebody else's like burden or obligation. Mm-hmm. Or I think I think marriage. It's weird to say like we're in love and content and happy. So people make a lot of jokes about marriage, but the old marriage tropes are so sexist. And uh, I, if I, I remember when I was single, I was like, it was a similar feeling in terms of like that's when the excitement is gone. Yeah, yeah. That's when all. That's when you just like settle for being okay with each other. Right, and, and I
2: really just, like, thought. Making, yeah. I was, I was like, you're making casseroles. You're like cleaning oh, all the God, time. No. You're oh, just oh like,
1: casseroles <laughs> the bottom of the barrel in marriage. I haven't even made Am a casserole I yet. Am talking about my parents? <laughs>
2: I was like, there you go, beef stroganoff, another <laughs> okay. night. This is like my Minnesotan '90s upbringing. Now. I haven't
1: gotten to the casserole stage of uh, marriage yet, so right, some to look forward years to. Eight Yeah, eight. Nah, yeah. Oh, we're headed toward nine years of marriage. So this casseroles is, come at ten. <laughs> casseroles is the ten-year anniversary.
0: Yeah, next year if we do our wine trip, you're gonna have a great uh, roll pun of some kind.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> like a casserole. This marriage is not a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. More casserole, less rock and roll. We're married. Yeah. <laughs> sex, drugs, sex, and, drugs and, and casserole. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was, uh, I was, was
3: trying to
0: say <laughs> <laughs> anything <laughs> else that was decent for, because actually uh, people constantly asked if I would record one of our
1: sessions. Oh, that'd be so fun. Um, but oh, like from, I'm, yeah. I'm laughing thinking of my presentation was just one single slide that said unrequited love <laughs> is worse than death which was oh yeah but was that was it that
2: was the j- 90s one or was that for a- no
1: that was the Taylor Swift one because that was my theme <laughs> but it was a joke because I was texting initially with Lindsay and I just said yeah. I was talking about how sad Santa- I unrequited love is and, yeah. she, and we were talking about I was like it's like sadder than death we're like oh and what a like, bleak dark and I was like fame. make a
2: presentation that it's one slide
1: that just says unrequited love is worse. sadder than death and it Emma was just, like it was just was a, a fun club it was just a black and white uh, image of someone staring longingly out <laughs> yeah. at the sea
0: <laughs> and suddenly I'm like it's not nice to have a friend <laughs>
1: yeah. get me
0: out of here I'm like I hate this club <laughs> all too unwell yeah. Indeed. Yes. how have people not done all too unwell
1: oh wow that's an episode title it is
0: uh, I love when we get to a point where we have an episode time. Oh, yeah. That so just brings it together for me. Close it up. Because <laughs> this week I was unwell um, preparing for this live show. Was it like on a scale of one to ten? What was your,
2: like, more stressful than any other thing you've done so far? In-
0: no, I think that um, I, I have a big problem as a person with the role of pressure in the quality of my work. Mm-hmm. and I, tr- I really do try to slowly build the thing that's most important but the thing that's most important is entirely creative I just get waves and downloads kind of and I uh-huh. my schedule becomes very erratic I know it sounds like an annoying creative thing to say um but I can't I don't know so I had so much like other stuff to do for other projects I was working on and like the sponsored content for Bravo for example like was so cool to do that I had to film s- I, like, to get that 16 or 15-minute recap, it was two hours of filming. Oh, yeah. Right. And then... Cutting uh, that down? Yeah. And then the real like, it had to go through tons of iterations. So I'm just not used to the, uh, prior like, having to prioritize another revenue stream. Yeah. Uh, so that player with the normal podcast pair with the show, I think I got a little overwhelmed because so many people I knew from different, uh, chapters of my life. Mm. I didn't really think through that. Like if you're a person that maybe wouldn't show your face at one of my shows, this is your opportunity to be like, what the hell is she up to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, you know, people yeah. that don't listen to the podcast and whatever. So I think I psyched myself out a little bit. And then, um, the We got to Thursday. Uh, I had been trying to upload my Salt Lake real or IGTV was due. I had been trying to upload it for six hours and it wasn't going up. And like, I just can't task switch. If it wasn't done, I wouldn't have gotten over it. Mm. Yep. So I obsessively tinkered with how to get it uploaded. And then I got it uploaded at six. And I did like so much of the work for my nine o'clock show at six.
1: Yeah. yeah, you are Everything got backed. Everything up a little got bit. backed,
0: and I think, and I would have been totally fine tweaking it if I just like leisurely did it throughout the day. I just yeah, unfair. and that was the plan. And then yeah. that's,
2: I feel we talk about this a lot. I think it's difficult to be a business owner, and then the nature of your work is creative because you have to shift back and forth between those modes in mm-hmm. your brain a lot, and they are like they require different like feedings. Do you know oh, I mean? so yeah. So suddenly, be like, now I have to be my most creative, but then I have to be very logistical over here, and like.
0: Oh no, we right. all have help,
2: but, like, that, yeah.
0: Oh, and that's, like, when people... I feel like the big shift in my podcast, people are, like, we will say, like, what well, was the biggest driver from one level to the next, and it's Courtney. Yeah. Like, it's... It, because to be able to have that kind of creative freedom, I think if you're really bogged down by logistics and minutia, mm-hmm. you kind of do have to, um, like, outsource it a bit. Because I... I get really overwhelmed with, like, the smallest things, but very not scared of, like, big things. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I wasn't that nervous about the show. I think it's just, like, uh, you could always make something sharper, Quicker, or funny or more refined yeah. and I try to make up my material pretty recent to when I perform it because I don't want to feel like I'm doing stale stuff or that no mm-hmm. one's talking about or not, you know, everyone's talking
1: about those metal disc bags from <laughs> for less. the slip on, <laughs> the sequin, uh, sequin slip on slippers. Yeah, I yes, thought yeah. about
2: those, the, the soft bags with the sequins on them. Is that what you mean by the metal? Yes. Disc? And I had one and one night I was out at the bar, this was in college and we, like, you know, back in the, that day, we used to just put our purses in a pile on, like, a they booth were, or something. Like, we didn't care. We didn't think anyone was going to... No, they were relatively safe, too. Right. And mine was stolen. So Ugh. we were, like, going all around, like, looking for it. And we found it in the toilet. But nothing had been stolen. So someone, maybe I had an enemy. I've always thought. <laughs> maybe? But I found the... I can visualize. It was a clean... Like, someone had... Maybe they looked for cash, and then... But they
1: dunked the whole thing. They probably looked for cash and then just disposed it. Because I think
2: I had my little, like...
1: Yeah. Probably had a purse. Let it well. oh, They head.
0: looked at that purse and they're
1: like, "This is certainly feces." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a janitor. They're like, oh. like "That's gonna be loaded with cash." <laughs> She's got sequins on her purse. That thing is gold. Okay, <laughs> literally.
0: But there's—it's funny how the big plastic sequins, the vibe is so different than a delicate sequin. Yeah, yeah. that was the hardest. I they think were like I laughed by a thread in your really?
1: when you made that comment because it was so specific for some reason. When you talked about oh, comparing the, it to Zorovsky Crystal? yeah, there's, it <laughs> yeah. made me laugh so hard.
0: Because when it, people like remember bedazzling, I'm like,
1: normal people didn't bedazzle. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were not coach bag carriers. No, <laughs> it was Marshalls. We were like shopping at Dots. Oh I, my if anyone's from, God. what is a Dots? I dots is a dots. like a like a wet seal 579 it like falls in that category but it's, so go, much on. it's go on <laughs> i'm intrigued you have my ear <laughs>
0: we like to call dot uh, s- uh sprint fashion it's faster than fast oh, fashion it is, the fast is fast literally, it, 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 it is stuff that is manufactured like out of the like it's like tissue paper mm-hmm like the, it's, it's those paper thin layers that have such poor construction that it's literally a place you go that's next to a Walmart or a Payless shoe stores where you just pop okay. in to like grab something before you go out. No one like shops till they drop it at a dot. No, or, you're, but you're, it's the got the trends you tomorrow. Don't. Yeah. Is it like a Deb? Do you remember Deb? Y- yes. I'd say it's a, yes. st- a strip mall, suburban strip mall Deb. Cause ours was next to a Walmart <sighs> yeah. and a Jersey Mike Sub's.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the ambiance you're working with Strip here. Strip mall, Deb. Like you didn't know you could go De- a <laughs> tear
2: down from Deb.
1: Like Forever 21 is very classy comparatively. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, I remember or Charlotte when, Russe
2: when Forever 21 like came and we were like, this is perfect. And I came too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here she is. A <laughs> I'm sorry. We like you know everything was like. 17 or 12 dollars like roughly right you'd mm, be like mm-hmm. 14 and i remember you got so entrenched in that price point that if you saw an item that was like 24 and you're like, i remember oh. when bridget was like i like this and i looked at the price i was like you better really love it and then we were like in context <laughs> but compared to all the 12 dollars that we had right oh now, yeah it was like, seems like an
0: investment piece bridge.
1: I was like, how many paychecks am I going to put toward this $24 shirt? <laughs> better <year>? be
0: certain. <laughs> 31? I think the concept, the, the the financial construct women have developed of anything in fashion being an investment piece right. is <laughs> hilarious. is. They is. Depre- any any yeah. clothing or accessory item depreciates the second you put it on your body, unless it's like legit 50 to 60 years later and it's vintage. Totally, right. Because like... Y- when people say 1978, in my head, I'm like, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, how long ago? F- 50, 50 years. years. Yeah. It was yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. That's a- that's a long time and ago. And stuff from 1978, I'm like, I don't know, flower power, bell bottoms. Like, not really <laughs> yeah, that's all I had, right? Right? Yeah, <laughs> right. So I think like you, it takes too long for there to be a life cycle for things to truly appreciate. And I think right. bloggers use it as a way to offset their conspicuous consumption and be more coy about their spending mm-hmm. decisions mm-hmm. by claiming it's an investment when ladies um, not... It's like stocks, bonds, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like a Chanel wall, a wristlet. Like, it's yeah. like, unless
2: <laughs> they mean that if you buy this, you will buy less of other things, which is not the case for most people. Right. Like, invest- it's an investment in your closet if that is now the one th- one sweater you own for yeah. six seasons. It, that's also not going to happen. It should be never. like an
1: invest less piece because you'll mm. invest less in the things that actually okay. <laughs> will have a monetary <laughs> <No>. return. Okay, <laughs> Invest,
0: yeah, it's like invest like I invest meant like
1: I meant for it to work <laughs> out, <laughs> <Didn't turn> out <laughs> that way. well if I think about all the things that I bought back then they've most of them have recycled and come back around that they would have been an investment for my for myself like 25 years in the future Style-wise, so if you got a great jean jacket oh yeah if, yeah as a teenager like I actually still wear mine actually from when
0: I was a teenager yeah jean jackets have like a five-year ebb and flow I think
1: true. yeah they, like I feel like the the length changes and the, the width fit, yeah the fit mm. yeah I mean, a a year, year
0: and a half ago, I remember seeing you in a head-to-toe denim jumpsuit and being like, "Oh my god, I love your jumpsuit! That's so bold, that's so different." And this year, I just put on one, like going to CBS. Yeah, Yeah. and you're always—I think you're always a little ahead. Oh, I thank you. And you love
1: you love um, bold denims. I love bold denims. (laughs) (laughs) There's one thing you need to know: (laughs) not just (laughs) (laughs) bold, bold personality and bold denim to match.
0: The, well, the the surface the surface area of the denim items you have like you have like, full length skirts yeah, yeah like I acreage go, and acreage yeah how I do you go, describe that
2: she's I go got, like four full length denim, denim skirts, skirts that are high slit though. high it's slit
1: a, a, I like a full bodysuit denim I like a, a overall, overall. I, have a little, I have probably five or six different pairs of denim overalls I feel like those are legacy pieces <laughs> oh Legacy's right legacy is the right word legacy. Legacy, not investment. Statement piece, investment piece. Legacy, legacy piece. piece is like when you think back in fifty years. I want you to say, "Yeah, Allie really embraced denim." <laughs> you want us to be like, "Yeah." Overall, overall, yeah. she really embraced yeah. denim. It's <laughs> yes. just
2: like, yes, <laughs>
0: a woman in her own. It's in her
2: jeans. <gasps> oh, there we go.
0: It's hard to listen to people spitball wordplay. Yeah, like it imagine is. being with. I us was in just looking at. Like I was
1: like, "Oh God, <laughs> turn it off." <laughs> Don't turn- worry, I'll edit some of it. Yeah. Um
0: The uh no, I think that when I was watching you guys do the wordplay for um, what was it, the most recent one, native deodorant. Yes, yes. It, like <laughs> I love watching people deliver ideas, and like there's the tent- how some are tentative, some are so confident, yeah. some are like so like this is a throwaway, but right. the other person's blown away. Yeah. It, I think it's a good metaphor for people to remember how subjective everything idea based is. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Like a lot of them you can tell there's like a there's a question mark. It's like is there something there? It's like O door like, no door. We're doing like it. the one O door closes, another one opens and we're like, oh yeah. cut and,
1: it. And we look at each other for approval really quick, yeah. like, <laughs> is this a is this a train I wanna follow? <laughs> no.
0: I think that uh honestly your uh ability to make uh content, content marketing and wordplay fun is refreshing. And you know what's also refreshing is liquid IV. Um, blue season is right around the corner. The winter months ahead approaching is more important than ever to have a strong immune system. You guys know that I am a big fan of liquid IV. We've, you know, had a decent amount of it this weekend having <laughs> had, you know, the the fruits, uh, the, the Michigan fruit wines, the cherry wines. There's... There's a lot of fine, fine grapes here, but they're not without their residual sugars. And these do uh, result in a need for hydration a potential headache. And the best hangover cure in my book is uh, liquid IV. They have the regular multiplier that's like one bottle of water turns into two to three uh, with all of their... Um, with all the you know great tasting functional nutrients they come with, but they also have a new product called a Li- Liquid IV Plus Immune S- Support that you can take first thing in the morning before a workout when you feel run down, hung over, whatever you want. And Hydration Multiplier Plus Immune Support is a cutting edge blend of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and well immune in a convenient oh. single serve packet. So, I mean, you guys know I love this brand. We've worked with them for a while. The Immune support's is a really great product, especially when we're trying to all stay healthy. And uh, even better, we, we stand a responsible company. And when you purchase Liquid IV, you're joining the mission to help people live better lives. Everywhere, they've donated 3.7 million servings in response to COVID-19. We love that they give so much product to hospitals, first responders, food banks, uh, and the military. And uh, we love them for that. So if you want to try their new product, Liquid IV's new hydration multiplier plus immune support, it's available at Walmart or order online and get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code BETHEREIN5 at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code BETHEREIN5 at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Spoiler alert, promo code (laughs) betherein
1: Thanks really to I V. That was
0: my first straight through read. Solid transition. What a segue. Ads usually take me forever because it's kind of hard to ad lib and read. Ad lib? hmm Wow.
1: There we go.
0: <laughs> I never thought of that. Because I, there, you know, it, it's, I can't, if if I mess up the words or don't say the right thing, then uh, I owe, owe them a free ad. That's how, like, you guys know how it works. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. will make good. And um, I've only had to do it one time, but as a person who doesn't like to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> Has stayed on your record. Yeah, I was like, I was furious. Uh, but one thing that was a phenomenon you guys brought up when we were doing our Taylor Swift uh, meetings that made me laugh about influencers is uh, you showed me at one point an influencer mm. who's like, you know, has her kids' toys and they dress in a way that matches <laughs> God, her aesthetic. It's a curated family, not just a feed. Yeah. And there's this concept that I think is a beautiful, if not drab metaphor, uh, for the curation of the family life on Instagram. And you talked about how uh, this woman had her children uh, paint a beige rainbow. <laughs> it,
1: it's something, Kate, I don't think I'll ever get over it my entire life. We were scrolling.
2: No, I sent it to you. You sent it to like, me. this is going to ruin your life. Yeah, and
1: I looked at it and I said... The whole rainbow is in muted tones. There's not a purple to be found. It's brown, beige, burnt sienna, rust, mustard. <laughs> mustard. Yeah. And <laughs> like like an oatmeal. <laughs> it was I'm sure the kids didn't well, I
2: guess maybe if that's the only crayons or paint colors they have, but I was thinking that she did it. And then she went on to have a like a birthday party all for her child that those are the colors too,
1: all muted. I said this kid <laughs> is gonna be shocked when he walks outdoors and sees the color green and a blue sky.
2: I pitched a headline to Reductress once that was like uh, nursery designs that are so neutral your child will never know colors. <laughs> like, oh do you want yeah. them to not yes. ever? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a,
0: what a, it was such she a, took the rainbow down. The rainbow's gone. Oh we they, they, yeah, him. we do. We, we couldn't find I it. Too. I was yeah. gonna actually. Uh, have t- I, I was entertaining like if we could talk about this in the live show because I think it's a funny thing that like w- could work in a temporary environment to like, to, like go in on somebody's yeah. aesthetic, um, but she deleted all this because uh, you had sent me a bunch of posts and they were all gone. Yeah, and it's funny because yeah, I mean I delete stuff off my feed all the time when I have like a lot of traffic and I want my nine to look a certain way. Yeah, but I don't do delete you fully it. I archive or do it. You arch- Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder why she deleted. Do you think she got pushback from, like. I- like, I, don't I would have think given her so, pushback because what I yeah. like yeah. about
0: beige rainbow is it's a really poetic observation <laughs> that at first sight is just a love for
1: neutrals. Right. Yeah. It was a love for neutrals that was so extreme, though. To, like to well, like oppressive, oppressive. To, yeah. yeah. Like it, I mean, to strip away indigo, purple, green, red, pink, like every right. <laughs> the, the it's whole not even crux, a rainbow anymore. Yeah, the crux of a rainbow. You've just like <laughs> the, it's like a rain on my parade boat. No, it's so bad, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> earlier I was going to be like oh, did, did a guy Wait. named Roy Roy G. Bibbs too yeah. triggering like I don't know like
1: what, what what would make somebody anti-rainbow for a kid it's just right. like who cares yeah like you think you could even like break the mold for just one day give your kid a rainbow you can keep the rest of the the backdrop in burnt orange and and like cinnamon and right. nutmeg but then <laughs> give them magenta for crying out and loud and they would play no. with
2: wooden toys oh yeah they were all always wood. made me think that they like that was part of the aesthetic since then I think she's because the boys have gotten a little bit older i checked up on her when we were talking about it a while ago and they have like game boys they have some robots i think she's they have
0: robots become a really fun mom <laughs> they've
1: got robots she's
0: making casseroles yeah. <laughs> so because i checked i was looking too recently and i saw more wood toys and like it's just one of those things where um there's this there. When you are ombre color coding within a very narrow scheme, like mm. a giant built-in bookshelf, not with the books you love, but with books that have the color, mm-hmm. like mm. that is the most anti-intellectual, like hilarious yeah. thing when you really think about it. It's one thing to like paint the books, but like there was just, it was almost, it, it, it's like dusty. It, I know that that's the entire point is this yeah. dusty desert mood, but everything just looks so dusty and lifeless to me. Yeah. And we had conversation cards the other day, and one of them was like, would you rather prefer like a desert or a a water view? Mm -hmm. And I immediately thought of that woman's living room. Yeah.
2: It's like the same as the trend of turning your books around, so they're all just the on the shelf, so they're all just the white, they're the
0: off-white part.
2: And I'm like, oh no, the poor books, but like for the sake of you. Also, how would you ever find a book? You never find a single book and
1: you're like, (laughs) pull them all down? (laughs) Destroy your entire house to find (laughs) one book.
0: Yeah, they're not bad for reading. The, uh, I, I also was like deep diving and I found another blogger through this person. Um, and I don't remember how, but I, this is a note I wrote in August. <laughs> I wrote down this person's kids names. Um, this woman identifies as a Jesus loving vegan homeschooling mom of 10. <laughs> that feels like a parody account. Um, they live in Finland. Wow. But they seem to trot a lot. Um, and you know, I don't say this to, uh, make fun of anyone's name so much as just to show the real range provided when you have ch- 10 children mm-hmm. um and they just get they get more unique as we go uh there's one daughter named Aphrodite her middle name is Bambi uh oh, wow. we have Leonardo Cleopatra Jerusalem D'Artagnan uh, Shakespeare Romeo Nefertiti King James one word not two uh wow. and Omega uh but yeah, Aphrodite's middle name is Bambi, and King James's middle name is King
1: Fox. William
0: what? Shakespeare,
2: they call them. there's a pop song probably in the 90s they call them Willie Shakespeare. Oh, that's Willie Shakespeare
0: about right. wrote a whole bunch of sonnets when I met you, yes. yeah, name is Rich. <laughs> you
1: go probably
0: LFO, and that was in it. World. I know, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no. Billy, sorry, Billy Shakespeare. Oh, Billy Shakespeare oh, wrote I'm a whole oh. bunch of sonnets. Yeah. Um, the, oh, Lynn and Lynn and Marie and Anne are mm-hmm. real. They're yeah. pretty ubiquitous millennial. Who cool here among us? We're probably all yeah. Lynn.
2: And,
1: yeah. Where are oh, you? What are you? I'm an Anne. You're an Anne, yeah. I'm a Marie. She's got. She's gonna blow us out of the water here. Is it Aphrodite? It's Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Irina. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Italian. Um, actually, I'm mostly Italian, and a little part of me is Russian. And a little part, right, little inside part of my heart. <laughs> um, so it's from that. That was my grandmother's name. Oh, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah.
0: I love that. Were you an Anastasia stan? No. Did you watch Anastasia? I mean, Anastasia. I like, I've watched it. <laughs> I only know her. So I don't know her. <laughs> Anastasia. Do know
2: Anastasia. We were talking about Disney soundtracks yeah. yesterday and how Tarzan is underrated. And I know Anastasia is not Disney. Yeah. But that music is.
1: Life underrated. is a road. Was Anastasia the same Anastasia as who made Fern Gully? Journey? Was it the same people who made Fern Gully? Like, <laughs> I thought you were like, is Fern Gully
0: the sequel <laughs> to Anastasia? <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: it's, it's actually the prequel Anastasia in the forest. Um, I don't
0: know. That, I actually can never remember who made Anastasia, but it is, it's kind of like a Times Square Elmo. It's like, mm-hmm. it looks like it, but you know, it's, it's a yeah, different. Yeah, it's close. Uh, but yeah, Life is a Road is this beautiful line that says, uh, in the end, I want to be standing at the beginning with you.
2: Oh yeah, that song is called At the Beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's
0: really beautiful. hmm oh.
2: I feel like there was some, I know this all brings into, we were talking about Fraser Crane being 40 when Fraser started, which yeah. means like he just, was, he just seemed so old, to us. Yeah, him? yeah. I think he is a voice on the soundtrack of Anastasia.
0: Really? He's singing. Didn't see that coming. I know.
2: Hold on. I'll fact check myself.
0: Well, and we need, you know, Fern Gully uh, was an important memo about climate change. It's ahead mm. of its time. The last rainforest, they warned us.
1: Honestly, it's a
0: very underrated film. It is. I haven't seen it probably since I was a kid. Like, yeah. I've never sat around being like,
1: who's Jones and for some gully? <laughs> I had a big rainforest phase as a kid. I used to sketch a lot of rainforest pictures, and I submitted a poem, and it got published in a book called <laughs> – I don't even have this book, but it, it was like in third or fourth grade. It was published in a book called On the Threshold of a Dream. For oh. some, mm. But the, it was Ooh. about the rainforest, and all I remember is a line that said – and that's not the only problem that we've got. Do you see how much garbage is going to the lot? Our ozone <laughs> layer is already too thin, so take your recyclables and throw them in the bin. It was like a mashup of rainforest wow. and how our ability to recycle could potentially save the rainforest. That's elevated. elevated. Thank did you. Did we listen? No. No. Did anyone listen to Allie Lefevre back then? Well, it's shocking because I, mean, I haven't picked up you know, thresholds of a dream
0: in a while. <laughs>
2: What's
1: it called? It's on your bookshelf it, reverse, so
2: you would reverse. never find it. Yeah.
1: it. It would take you weeks to find it. It was I don't even know if I own it. It was called On the Threshold of a Dream. It was like children's poetry. It sounds like a prom theme. It really it does. does. It does, yeah.
2: Enchanted evening, you look wonderful tonight. <laughs> the threshold of a dream. It really does. And how, you're making me crazy.
0: Could you describe to me how a person can be on the threshold of a dream? Is it lucid dreaming?
1: Yeah, I think it's like you're almost it's within your grasp. You can was just it, almost no, touch no, it. it. That's like when you're about to begin it. Step into something. When you're about to Make your dream You're come true. On the threshold
0: of a dream. Yeah. Right? Um, there, mm-hmm. there used to be these uh, like creative writing, literary magazine contests called Reflections. <gasps> I barely remember oh, that. Oh, God. I kind of remember that. And I know if there's two bitches that participated <laughs> in some Reflections, it's <laughs> well, uh, you guys. Well, 100% sure. Yes. My hot
2: poem when I was a teen was about teen pregnancy. So I don't know. It was called Where's Daddy Now? Oh, <laughs> yes. Call
0: her Daddy. Yes. Watch out,
2: please please. Well, the only, the line I remember from that, Um, I was a very, like, um, I grew up in a really Christian household. I think I was like 10 when I wrote this poem. So I know I didn't know what it meant, but the lines I remember were his name was Paul, but Papa don't call. (laughs) Followed by he called me, honey. Now where's the money? And it it ended something with like, love wasn't worth the price to pay or something, which means I had been to some like abstinence only thing and they'd been like, well, if you look at a boy, you're going to have a baby and be alone. And I was just like, where's daddy now? And you absorbed it.
0: Or, like you. Probably, like, <laughs> Bill you? Rush oh, walks boy. through. He's like, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. Like you had a very stable Midwestern Minnesota like CPS upbringing. Like is at the door. Yeah. It's like, but that's the thing. You're a four and like empathetic. <laughs> and I think there's something to being a kid and not understanding. You're absorbing the energy mm-hmm. of the things you consume or are around. Mm, right. And you probably saw one thing one time that or like I remember reading old timey books like The Midwife's Apprentice or Sarah Plain and Tall and there yeah. were these like repre- repressed women in like dusty clothing and it really bummed me out. And <laughs> I would go to bed like carrying the weight of like their cloth ring and their nap dresses. Um, so you probably yeah, like or you listen to like Goodbye Earl or something. I don't yeah, know. Like I mean
2: <laughs> something had happened. I really think it had to have been like youth group. It feels it had like- to have been churchy to be like but why would very you pick scary. an
0: apostle? Huh? It's, it's, it's bold. You picked an apostle, a Paul. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. Would Paul I haven't, have
2: done that? I, haven't, I have to call my therapist on that. I didn't even dig, dig dig deep on why yeah. he's Paul. I think it was just because it rhymed with call. <laughs> I, be- I think that was the precursor. <laughs> like His name was Ben, Saul? but I don't know where he's been.
1: <laughs> Better call Saul. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's the precursor to Immaculate Deception. Oh. oh. Where is Daddy Where's, Where's Daddy, Daddy now? <laughs> or after He's in the tree farm. <laughs> she never figured, <laughs> she
0: never figured it out. I do
2: want to update that Kelsey Grammer is indeed on... The Anastasia soundtrack. So is um alia Deanna Carter, Richard Marks, and Donna Lewis.
0: Wow. Oh my god, you And Burns at Peters. Do you guys remember when I had a uh meltdown yesterday? Because my sister tried to tell me <laughs> Diana Carter, strawberry wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's about one one starved.
1: John Tucker must die. Jesse Metcalf. <gasps>
0: Did it? you guys could no, you hear that? Yes.
1: I yeah, fell yeah. on the
2: ground. The
0: limo was a stretch. We oh yeah. yeah. We were
1: two miles down the road. <laughs> yeah, so speaking end. of
0: a stretch, I was like, <laughs> Kelly, strawberry wine is about when Dina Carter, a, a very not widely famous like she's widely known but not widely famous. Yeah. Like, like by, I think I just called her Deanna.
2: So <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> right, right.
0: Like, right. She's kind of just like a a non-specific person with a really hit song about Literally it's a it's a song that tells a story about like working through college on her grandpa's farm and being seventeen in a small, small town and the crossover was like I heard it's about Jesse Metcalf it's <laughs> <is>, like <laughs> what, I tried was he you. on her grandpa's farm? <laughs> you fell you fell down. He was like filming Desperate Housewives and he was like, Gotta go troll the fields. Also I didn't track. I take it back. <laughs> I, I used the record that I, aren't they tra- different, very different ages? Yes, I, I, did I didn't even
1: have to look up the inter- specifics to know that that was some of the worst gossip I've ever heard. <laughs> I tried to look it up and I couldn't find a single thing that led back to that. Is there any other Jesse it could have been? Like Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse milked a calf. <laughs> Jesse? <laughs> who was that other Jesse heartthrob? Rob? He was like, a, he had a couple hits for a while. So Jesse, Mac Jesse was McCartney was in yes.
2: 1978 and Deanna Carter was born in 1966. But that's not like. Impossible. She's so. Pretty. So when she was seventeen,
0: she though. <laughs> oh, You're <yeah>. okay. <laughs> math, yikes. Math. <laughs> so that could have worked. <laughs> That's just. Not- I that really so love funny. bad gossip, <laughs> or like stuff that just. It's like such a funny hypothetical
1: situation. I like that rumor mill.
0: I'm uh, just.
2: I'm same as Kelly though. I will say something with all the confidence of the world, even though it. I can't back it. Like I'd be like, yeah, I heard that the blah blah blah, and they're like, that
1: no. Well, Courtney yesterday said she used to name her. Or she had a car named what was it? Squawk, strut. strut, strut, and I was like, no, I think that rooster's that Beanie Baby rooster's name was Roy. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, yeah, obviously it's Roy. Ali's right because of how you said it. I said it Roy with the rooster. So, Rivado, and what was his name? It was it, it was Strut. She was right. Oh. She's like, I named my car after it.
0: Oh, she just outed that Courtney named her car after a beanie baby when she's driving it. Sorry, sorry, Courtney. <laughs> my Civic was named Tabasco. <laughs> was do
2: that? people still name their like? Do teenagers still name their cars? I hope it, so. Is, or was that like a
1: '90s or '2000s thing? I don't know. I had a Ooh. I had a personalized I had a vanity plate that said Alley 22. It was my number in <gasps> volleyball. 22. Uh huh. Oh i mean vanity plate no oh, cool. <laughs> number 22 great you have a whole thing
2: with
0: vanity plates yeah
2: i'm obsessed with them people someone just sent sent me one people send me them all the time because i post about them and it said um oh my god it looked like it someone must have bought it in like an alimony or divorce because mm. it said like still a liar or like so, it was something that seemed like it had to be a message for somebody
0: I that is such a to go, Put, like, essentially a permanent aim-away message, passive-aggressively, oh, on your license. It just says selfish. Whoa. Oh, oh, wow. Is there a one in a place of an I? No. Huh.
2: Selfish. But a, it's a Ford Mustang.
1: <laughs> oh, selfish. If that Coop. doesn't scream selfish. So,
2: like, what is it? what would it mean? What would it
1: mean? Like that's I, why I love these. Because I'm like,
2: somebody went to so much trouble and, and wanted... People driving by them to know this one message. She bought it selfish. for herself.
1: She bought that for herself. She's like, this is my treat. Her, I deserve it. And her, her ex, ex
2: called her selfish yep. for wanting to spend that kind of cash mm-hmm. on a car. We're acting as though this is like Snake of Rep. Like yeah, this sister. is the. She's like, yep, her ex called her <laughs> selfish.
1: She took back power <laughs> of the nickname. She builds her entire life around that word.
2: I, should I would try- love to talk to the – I would love a whole podcast about vanity plates. And I want to get in touch with the people and then tell me their story. Yeah.
1: Kate, I should try to find my aunt. My aunt's vanity plate, when I was y- little, it was never on time. And I feel like oh. that very much tracks with the Be There in Five brand. Oh, but yeah, yeah, that was her vanity plate. Like
0: always L8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would have to do. No, that, I think, I, I was trying to think of like a vanity plates or the blank of blank type thing. Because they're not oh, a yeah. tattoo. They're not an way message. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a level of it's, uh, it's temporary permanence, in a sense. Uh-huh. Or of like displayed...
1: Like a haircut? Like what? Yeah. Like a, yeah. Hair, like a hairstyle? Like what is like a bold choice? It's
2: like choice? a graphic tee a little bit, but a little bit more. Right. Because it's like a very specific graphic tee that you'd wear maybe in like a school photo. Like there's some yeah. semi-permanence yeah. to being like, right
1: now, this is who I am. Or like your backpack. Like what's a thing that you would like lock in for a chunk of time that you would... Like a bead lizard on your key ring. Yeah. Oh, God, I lost my mind at that, too. Yes. I think all the kits, like, at camps Mm -hmm. and stuff came with that. It's kind
0: of, it's like, you know, for women, there weren't a lot of options. Like, you want to make a lanyard? (laughs) You want a lizard? (laughs) Yeah. Like, make a bead lizard? A sit-upon? Yeah. Uh, I just remember going to these day camps where we would pretty much just be weaving different materials into things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, those are your options. <laughs> you're just like beating and weaving, so that they're just like, just so the camp
2: counselors could just like, do yeah. it, something else.
0: Because the uh, the um, the vanity plate of it all, though, I that's <laughs> something that I uh, feel like it's done out of. It's just a weird middle ground that it's something that like is probably done when you're not thinking, or something's funny or inside jokey. That while not permanent, is really much uh, like a huge hassle to also. Yeah, so maybe it's like, it is more like a haircut. You have to wait for it to grow out, or yeah, something. yeah. Or it's like if you bought a your car clothes mouth. off of Etsy, yeah, and like got yeah. To like yeah, <laughs> customize yeah. Something it. Fun for yes. it, to wear, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> like,
1: like a gold necklace or. <laughs>
2: I mean, it sort of is like a home decor decision.
1: You know what I mean? That it's you like, have to stick with for yeah, a while. Yeah. Maybe it's like wallpapering a yeah. accent wall. Yeah.
0: How do you guys feel about bar carts? Oh.
1: oh. God. <laughs>
2: Ali got story. me a bar cart for my birthday this year.
0: Oh my god, tell me everything.
1: I like them. <laughs> I feel pretty indifferent about a bar cart. I, unlike someone else at this table, I've never spent much time thinking about bar carts <laughs> or what they mean or represent in my life, but I do love a vintage one. I like one that looks um, I like a gold bar cart that looks a little bit worn. Mm. And um yeah, that like it's got a good story, it's got good character. Do you yeah. like the mobility? I don't even like the use factor. I love the aesthetic of it. I like okay. what it represents. I like the idea of like wheeling it and like wheeling it in and maybe having a not many a people actually
2: and- wheel their carts around in their
1: house. <laughs> the one you got me does have wheels. I know that's why I got it for you in you case like you wanted people- to wheel it.
2: <laughs> did you did you guys ever go to Swift and Sons in Chicago when it was? I think it's still open. It is open, but I actually
0: have not been.
2: Okay, my sister used to be the Psalm there, and it was so I was there all the time, mm-hmm. and they had a. Uh, bar cart guy who like a cocktail, Mm. table side cocktails who went around with a wheeling cart. And that's the only time I felt like, I don't feel like people set up an intricate bar cart with all these clanking bottles and (laughs) moving.
1: Well, let's bring the bar cart into the kitchen. Move it room to room. room. Take it everywhere with me.
0: (laughs) It's like, who wants to, like, cosplay in home flight attendant? It's yeah. just, like, not... <laughs> yeah. What do you guys need? Because it's like, The people below you, like, call a noise, but it's just not worth
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, but the story is that I liked this guy. This is, like, f- six years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. I liked this guy. He did not live in Chicago, so we had, like, a very flirty, long-distance sort of just flirtation, not, like, mm-hmm. anything serious. And he... It was always, like, I want to come visit you. And I remember I had just moved into this... I, it was the first time I was living by myself in my apartment, and I didn't like have everything set up that in a way that I was like, I'll like this guy would be really impressed. And he was like a big foodie. And I remember telling Allie, I was like, he's just gonna come in here and be like, she doesn't even have a fucking bar cart. And she was like, <laughs> if a guy doesn't like you because you don't have a bar cart, then he doesn't like, it. like, he's not gonna look around. So that we would always joke that he was just gonna be like, oh, my God, I love your. Pl- Is there not a bar cart in here? <laughs> Excuse i've excuse gotta me. go like hello united airlines like i had i had blown it up that he wanted me to
1: just be like you know cocktail like, mix, like tom like cruising mix, it up like a and mixologist i was like he's gonna be like um excuse me uh where's your bathroom and where's your bar cart yeah <laughs> no that, that's how ubiquitous of an aesthetic piece it was though yeah that's why i think they're fascinating yeah and that's a funny
0: was, response for you to have. yeah it was like a what's it called? like a status symbol almost of like yes. this is a chic young
2: adult who was cool enough to, like, know her bourbons and have all this stuff on hand. And I, meanwhile, I was just, like, having, like, Trader Joe's wine. Like, I couldn't keep a bottle to save my life. Like, it was always, yeah, like... Yeah, one in, think, one out. Yeah, the idea of someone having storage of, of alcohol, I was just like, what kind of... Like money or bitters? Yeah. So
1: <laughs> What are bitters? So then years passed, and it was just this running joke about, oh, like, ice. your life will never be complete until you have a bar cart. And so when she moved... So for, it was for your birthday, got it yeah, for you, but yeah. it was because you were also about to move to Nashville that I I decided to buy you your big girl grown-up bar cart. I laughed so hard. And I could not wait
2: till
0: she opened it. And that's because when
2: Caleb was like, I guess we can move in together. You
0: own a bar cart. I love you. Gosh,
2: She's the I reason. I have goosebumps.
0: That I love a full circle gift.
2: Isn't that so cute? She's that's so good so again. cute.
0: Did you keep it? Yeah. You're like, and I returned it. Yeah. And I hate bar cart. But it, no. it's Triggered. on wheels.
2: <laughs> I love it. I do think they're... I do love the way that they look, and I, it is convenient to have that stuff out if you are someone mm-hmm. who makes cocktails. But I used to, this guy, his name was James, and I used, he would ask me questions about things, and instead of, if I didn't know the answer, I would ask my sister, who knows, of course, all about yeah. beverage. So I was sort of cosplaying as someone more cosmopolitan than she was, so that yeah. was another reason I like felt a little bit like a fraud. Like I would act <laughs> like I knew all this stuff, and so then I was like, he's going to know. <laughs> And then I was thinking of
0: all the hundreds of dollars it would take to stock a bar cart. I was like, <laughs> was this before we had imposter syndrome as a term? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because I think we all we all have faked most stuff our whole lives and just been like, that's what we ladies do. Like we are just <laughs> fake it. And then I think there became a point where the Pinterest era of aesthetically pleasing everything, you had to really play up your ability to hostess uh-huh. yeah. in a way that no one does at that age. But you right. kind of had to set up your home in a way that you were always having house guests. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, I never, I really rarely,
1: at that point, especially in time, had house yeah. guests. which is hard to believe based on the setup from your live show of the floor.
0: Oh, that I couldn't be bothered with chairs? <laughs>
1: the, the picnic And that no one scape. had the same
0: food in their bowls?
1: <laughs> you couldn't even figure out the substance. The one substance. on the main side had carrots.
0: I'm allergic. <laughs> were you offloading <laughs> all your allergies? No idea what that was.
2: It's like, it's like in Bridesmaids where Kristen Wiig wakes up early to put a mm -hmm, little bit of makeup uh on. And like, it's so interesting that we, our parents' generation, you know, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, where she's always putting makeup, like her mom told her it was her job before her husband wakes up to get beautiful and then act like she just woke up. so... I feel like the, the bar cart and the apartment was that the equivalent of that. Like we're like, I've got this. Like, oh, you just stopped by. I've got like a gorgeous huge. I've got a roaring yeah. fire. I've got a candle going, and right. I actually just made myself a Negroni. Help yourself. Like I was, I was like, like, no one will love me until I'm cool enough <laughs> to have an, a, <laughs> a bar cart. A bar cart
0: wheeled in. You didn't know you're gonna tap into this. <laughs> well, no, it's like the the, the, the high the high labor element of what comes out of a bar cart is a funny thing too, that does require skill and you can't fake. No. So when somebody comes over and asks you for a recipe that involves modeling. Yes.
1: I would have been like, "Do you want a screwdriver or right. um, Red Bull in your vodka?" Yeah. Exactly, that was like my level of cocktail expertise. But
2: if you have a bar cart that suggests yeah, otherwise, then, <laughs> it's also like when you can tell that someone has never used the shaker on their bar cart. They're like, "I'd like to make a oh," you <laughs> just blow off all the
0: dust. You're like, I-, I see you're using this. You a have lot. to take the plastic seal that's connecting <laughs> yeah. the two pieces together. That's everyone who got married in the last six months and registered for not who they are but who they want to be. Oh, totally. Yeah.
2: What if aren't, f- aren't they just like? Um, showers that are sometimes just stock the bar showers. That's nice. That's a good idea. Is that just a southern thing?
0: No, I think I love that idea Um, because when you get married when you're older, the origin of a bridal shower is Mm -hmm. like for a woman's dowry. Like Mm -hmm. her friends and family would up her value by throwing household items at her and she would have a parasol that would block her from getting hit by gifts (laughs) because her dad didn't endorse her marriage, but she needed to have value outside of the dad's payment. Oh, wow. Yeah, she needed like to have Assets in the form of right. toaster oven. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, a st- oven mix. a <laughs> mixer. She will also never, a stand, never use A stand mixer that unfortunately made her perish. When hit her in the head. Um, food dehydrator. That was one of my.
1: <laughs> that was one of my. You regis- got food dehydrator? Yeah, I Are registered for 600? it. $600? I registered for a food dehydrator. I got to like get a cheaper one. And I've never. We used it one time to try to make crackers and they were so chewy and rubbery. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> I feel like you're supposed to
2: make like fruit leathers with that. make crackers. It's like the cheapest household. It's the worst
1: thing I've ever asked for and gotten what I wanted. Now for your birthday, I'm going to get you some Ritz. (laughs) Just give me some Cheez-Its. I'm obsessed with those like sad
0: assembly things like um, Mm -hmm. like a baize, diptyque candle. Yeah. Mm. Like they think that I think fresh flowers are a funny thing that people pretend are. Yeah. Like do you guys prioritize fresh flowers? At all times, like constantly rotate. I usually have them in the house. At, from Whole Foods?
1: Yeah, I, or Trader Joe's. I like, I just like, I have a lot of plants in the house, and I like the way fresh flowers look, but I, m- more for me, because even if I don't have people over, I just like, oh my God.
0: You <laughs> just are, <laughs> for me. You are the Mustang with the Etsy beanie that your friend bought you. What does your beanie say?
1: <laughs> what does my beanie say? Oh, plant, plant. daddy! <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey bought it for me. Plant daddy is a vanity plate for your cat. <laughs> oh my yes. god! It's like the
0: beanie.
2: It's like how I taught you the term suck suck boy. I have S-U-C-C- never heard B-O-I. suck boy. It's like a fuck boy who thinks he's grown because he like he's like a grown up because he can keep some succulents alive.
0: I mean, my succulents aren't even real.
2: <laughs> are you have fake ones.
0: Is that
1: bad? No. Are they are they really easy to keep alive?
2: Most of them. Those are, are my
1: least favorite types of plants. Succulents are the hermit crabs of plants. <laughs> yeah, I like. I feel like they're too. I like lush. I like more lush experience. Interesting. A, Are you? Were you guys Twilight hearts? Not. No. I read the first two books and I watched the movies, but I read them all. But I wasn't like I wasn't like obsessed with it or anything. It really when Jacob imprinted on the daughter. The daughter, Renesmee. Renesmee. Renesme. Thank
2: you. I Aish. was like, imprinting is so it so me.
0: problematic. You were. You you had the right reaction. It took me a while to uh, really. Gra- I think because it was like, uh, uh, like fantasy in a sense. Yeah. I really wrote it off as being a kooky
1: thing the wolves mm. did. See, mine was <laughs> so <more> like nobody like <laughs> wrote that. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> wrote it off initially, but as I've gotten older, looking back, yeah, th- I was like, oh wow, what that's, happened to you a last child night watching that Potter?
0: Oh oh wow! <laughs> Have you guys been to Pottery
1: TikTok? It. I've never felt so sexually fulfilled from watching a video.
0: <laughs> this this dude, he is, he's, he's 21. He's a little young. But he um, is a potter, and he literally sits in front of a pottery wheel with a knowing smile and massages Clay. With a shirt off. With a shirt off. He's so And it's cute. not provocative. It's not overt. Yeah. He's just mastering his craft. So to speak. <laughs> I want him to
1: master my it looks, craft.
0: It does look like he's mastering something. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I mean... And anyways, I just, I love when, um, you know, people react to things normally all the time, but I love when people like really react and you
1: just really react. to <laughs> Like of honor. the table of people. Like, my, like I was, was like, I had, what's his name? I was like, excuse me, what, what's his handle again? I, I follow three people on TikTok. It's like you, my buddy Marco, and now this guy. <laughs> That's Marco it. is a great TikTok. Marco's Marco. TikTok is just a riot. Those is two. This,
2: is
0: he Bowtie in Chicago on TikTok as
2: well? He is, people yeah. People should
1: follow him. He's so funny.
0: You guys actually, pro- like even if you just have a For You page, you probably know Marco because they, um, during Pride Week in Chicago, made a really funny video about the people that stole their flag. Mm-hmm. It was so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Lindsay and I talk about this all the time, but so Marco, so Danny is, uh, our buddy Danny is the third co-host of our one podcast, um, Fangasm, and his fiance, Marco, is the, is the uh, you know, now t- of TikTok fame. <laughs> I've never in my life met two people who were better suited for each other than those two individuals. They are so much alike. Mm-hmm. They're so hilarious. They're so funny. They're I mean, so extra. It's like you meet, you know, you meet a friend and you're like, certainly the person, if
2: they're like this, like vibrant certainly the person they're going to be with is going to sort of like have a different a more even keel temperament like and it's like instead he heightened it yeah lapped him and they're just both
0: they're like cheeks hurt people uh-huh. i feel like yes. i see them two times a year yeah but they are they make me laugh so hard right and they the la- at your going away function um you like called me from across the room or something and you're like kate Tell him that you saw Hillary Duff once, because <laughs> oh, Marco loves Hillary Duff. Duff. I was like, get over here, because Marco was talking about how that is like the one woman he's been, ever been sexually attracted to in his life. <laughs> yes. so, so I, I told like, him I saw her in a suburban shopping mall, and he nearly passed out. But he like clutched his chest when I said it was when she had her horse veneers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, he's like, it's prime. That's her
2: prime. <laughs> That's prime Duff. <laughs>
0: was Wait, time. I
2: want to clarify the yeah, imprinting. you Hex. <laughs>
0: Extra donezo. i oh,
2: sorry. I want to clarify the imprinting. thing. I was not involved enough to be like, I wasn't like gasp about it. It yeah. just reminded me of like, if you've ever had a guy that has a crush on you that you do not like and you cannot make it clear, Jacob to Bella was mm-hmm. right. It felt like if he couldn't have her to think of like a guy that had a crush on me that I was like, I don't like you. And then that he was like, fine I'll do I'm gonna marry your daughter oh yeah that's be, so I would weird. be like I hate you and then he'd be like sorry it's wolf lore it has to happen <laughs> it like, has to. To. <laughs> I was so I was outraged there was a guy that liked me at the time that would not leave me alone he adopted me an arctic puffin it's like a, adopting a a star a in the star, sky but it's an arctic puffin Oh my god! Wow. what's its name which is why my dog's name is puffin but not because of him because we liked that <sighs>
0: it became a that's not associated. what he thinks yeah <laughs> Oh, he, this is his lore. His his he tells everybody, like, get a load of this. She named her dog after me. <laughs> so creepy. And so
2: when I was reading those books, I was like, if he, like, imprinted on my future daughter, I would die. So that's why I was, I he was, was Jacob What was is me. the name I, of
0: your Arctic puffin?
2: My Arctic pu- the name that he adopted me? The actual puffin yes, or my dog?
0: You're the Christian Children's Fund puffin <laughs> that you donate money <laughs> to, I assume.
2: So it's like, it's on Sea Island somewhere and they it's like a puffin conservatory to yeah. help them. Anyway, it just came it was EN58. I never renamed her <laughs> cuz I didn't like it. I think it like has a nice
0: ring
1: to it the though. EN58.
2: EN58. Yeah.
0: I kind of feel like you should like get that dude Nev involved, see if this puffin's been posing as other puffins, people are supporting. <laughs> it's and- called Project Puffin if anyone wants to adopt one. <laughs> I support adopting a puffin. I just yeah. think these I just think there's it's so easy to fake a star, there's a no puffin. To, there's no way to track it or like a tree. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they just send the
2: same picture of puffins and they're like, your puffin is doing this. Yeah, do you but get updates about your puffin? I used to, then I had to unsubscribe. I don't know if I'm. You stop paying for your puffin. Oh. oh, he adopted. It was like, is he
1: still he paying, paying for your puffin? For it.
0: I don't know. That sounds like a euphemism. Is he paying for your puffin? Your puffin. Are you still paying for your star?
1: I think it was a one-time uh, fee. So you can buy it. You, you don't have to like license a star. It's yours. No, one I think, time, I, for, I think it was just, a one-time fee that I, that's a star for life. I mean, there's a, there's enough in the sky that I don't think we're that's what running out of yeah. inventory. Prove it. Do you think they're tiered
0: pricing wise of like importance, distance? Yeah, I'm sure I probably likely sprung shoot.
1: for the <laughs> most likely to shoot down to the, down from the sky. <laughs> That's an extra twenty-five dollars that I did not have in two thousand and four.
0: I want to think of the next best gifting scam of oh, an yeah. abstract item
1: Rain that I sand. have no.
0: I have no right to sell. <sighs> yeah. What is the next one? Dolphins, cute. I mean, I used to donate money to the manatees when I was a kid. Yeah. I. I you know, how you identified with cute animals. Like mm-hmm. I thought, like my life's mission was going to be to like save the belugas.
1: Well, mm. we all wanted to be marine biologists yeah. before we like knew. Yeah, That's why? a phenomenon. That why? Is, yeah. I wanted to be a vet. That's what I went into college thinking I wanted to be, a really? veterinarian. Yeah. Wow, you'd be a chatty veterinarian. <laughs> like, get this broad got, out of got here. on the wrong foot. <laughs> today,
2: today at CBS I was like, oh, good. There's, uh, like, we checked out. Because we were getting sparkly water and toothpaste, and we checked out, and Allie's just chatting with the lady, and I go, "Oh my gosh, there were those self checkouts. We could have done that the whole time." And she's like, "Yeah, but I I like like catching up with these people." <laughs> so I'm a self like that's how we I identify as a self <laughs> checkout. Sure. And you want to be like
1: I like, want the cashier was, experience. Like, you want the cashier. Yes, <laughs> I like, do. She,
2: To the point that she was like, "I th- I think your number's old, and do you want to update your num like your CVS number?" And Ally's like, "Let's do it." And I was like, All right, I'm going outside. <laughs> She sat there and changed her number with the CVS lady. Oh, yeah. If someone
0: asked me to type in my zip code, I'm like, you're going to waste my time like that? Yeah. Like, I have I no like, patience for oh, you. Yeah. What, what else do you need I- from me? <laughs> I go, can I not? <laughs> Allie, as a vet, what would your practice be named?
1: Oh, boy. I, mean, I can't put you on the spot for oh, something that's your like, lifelong dream. Loved by Lefevre? I'm trying to think of, like, like rescue animal, pup. I'm going to mm.
0: give you 90 seconds to think, because... Uh, Furries. I have a <laughs> <of Le> <laughs> For your kinks and And your your (laughs) critters. (laughs) Oh, so bad. Uh, I know, because in my head it's like somebody would come in with like a like a paw or like feet injury, and you'd like you'd always have. to say back, like, those are his best features, and today we do have an advertiser named Features. Uh, It's been a strange few months, so why not give friends and family the gift that just puts a jingle back in their step? For 20 years, Features has been solely focused on delivering an unsurpassed performance sock. A great pair of socks can be the perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list, and with Features, every pair feels like a custom fit. So, you know, guys, I told you guys uh, the first time I advertised for Features, I was like, I'm not messing around here. I love a sock. I sleep in a sock. I, um, need, I have this s- thing, s- sensation issue where I need my feet to feel uh, like cozied into something. And features are, they, they're so specific to your foot shape, there's a left and a right sock. So you can be wearing the right sock. They don't have that crease that is a bane of my existence at the toe. And there's mm. a pad on the back of the sock that makes shoes automatically comfortable so you don't have to break them in. Mm. Um, and runners have been using this for forever, but aggressive leisure uh, wearers have been recently on the scene like myself. So, uh, if you guys, you know, this is the official podcast for marathon training, uh, given its length. So if you are training for a marathon, you can use the socks, but also if you just are, you you want no show knee high, ultra light knit maximum cushion, whatever it may be. A man named Hugh found the company in 2002 and he and his sons, John and Joe own and operate the company out of North Carolina, my now home state. Uh, and they just want to create products to help you achieve your personal best, and I love the wordplay. So if you want to get 10% off your first pair of features just in time for the holidays, use promo code in 5 at features.com for $10 off your first pair. That's F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S.com, promo code in 5 Wow. So you have time you to think about that pet practice, or are you buying a pair of socks <laughs> as we speak? i was <laughs>
1: so distracted by the features.
2: I have, I have an idea. Okay. Instead of like a cure-all, cure-all. Okay. Oh, it'll
1: be fun. Alley cats. Alley's
2: cats. Oh,
1: Alley's cats. (laughs) Oh, done. But it's upsetting because I'm more of a dog person. So it could be like in parentheses below. Clinic Alley. (laughs)
0: <laughs> clinic, clinic alley, alley but <laughs> it's, it's just the word clinically <laughs> you're like no, no it, it is
2: clinic
1: alley is Clinic alley you're <laughs> emphasizing the wrong part yeah.
2: <laughs> no clinic alley
1: that sounds like Run, vineyard running a, a fever <laughs> I love how you said I'd be a chatty veterinarian I'd like to think I'd be comforting <laughs> she's gonna go ahead and rebrand that to comforting, <laughs> to comforting. I mean, I I You say, see this.
0: I can see you excelling at a technical field but missing the creative side yeah. And so you take liberties where you shouldn't. Yeah. I'd be like, I
1: think. I would watch this sitcom. I'd be like, can we? I would be like, great. So we fixed your dog's broken leg. And we actually designed a whole new cast. And right. um, we have a, a, we dressed her up and gave her a haircut. And she has a new housewise tagline. She has a new tagline. She's <laughs> got a bar cart. A bark cart.
0: cart. <laughs> Exactly, I think that I think that uh, the ple- visits to doctors or vets are so fundamentally unpleasant. There aren't mm-hmm. enough. There's not enough balance at times. I think people become so tired of like, I don't know, because I'm sure every owner like thinks everything's dire. But I've never ever had a vet venture into wordplay. So
2: no vet ventures. That sort of sounds like something like vet ventures mm-hmm. or vet and wild.
0: No nope. <laughs> vet and wild. <laughs> and the cops trade are right on back. the way. <laughs> get, get vet. oh my god um no but i i was gonna at first i was trying to think of the things that i was not gonna uh that i cut from the original broadcast but i i'd rather kind of just shoot the shit it's way more fun i did have a question for either of you um were either of you on uh yearbook staff mm mm-hmm yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, have we talked about
1: this? You have big year, uh, year, yearbook energy. I have big oh, yearbook energy. Yeah, you definitely do too, yeah. Um, were you editor? I wasn't the editor, no. I was part of like, I helped with like the storyboarding of it. Like p- picking the- like the layouts. The layouts and yeah, the captions and all that jazz. Wasn't that a really interesting first foray into like graphic design? Yeah. It, layouts? It's funny to think about even like that being a precursor to anything we do now. But yeah, like I loved yearbook staff. I remember when I learned about layouts, I was like, this feels right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could do this forever. <laughs> yeah. Forget <laughs> layups. <laughs> doing layups. I was doing kind layups and layups. Sure. She was. Yeah, I was, though. Were you on
2: newspaper? Huh? No. I was theater, choir, soccer.
0: You are theater. hmm I, I thought you were more of an inward creative.
2: I mean, I was more choir than theater. Mm-hmm. I was like competitive singing. Please tell me it's, it's
0: show choir. choir. Huh? Please Please tell me it's no, show no, choir. No, no, no.
2: It was like um, the audition choir, like the competitive choir. Oh, all district. But we did have to. We did have to wear like oh, like remember? chamber singers and all this stuff. So we had like dresses, like and stuff. But we type. weren't like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love show choir. We do. Show choir, we do. Is something else.
1: <laughs> Wait, you had to. So do you wear like the matching frocks? Not frocks. Well, like what? Is it, like it matching looked, dresses? Yeah, they looked like.
2: Prom, like was like bridesmaid dresses. Oh, so ours mm. were like purple. F- I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that fresh tanning bed tan.
1: Oh, the hot pink
0: nails, Probably sweetheart. Cut. Cut. Yeah, <laughs> stunning. An old timey bathing Truly suit. Truly stunning. <laughs> See, no, uh, I think the. uh I think we talked about this uh recently, like. Your behavior. I love when you can tie back hyper specific behaviors of your younger self to your adult self. It helps me like not write off like they're just kids. They're just like I think there's ways Mm -hmm. you foster certain hyper specific talents that like come alive at some point in your life. Do either of you feel like you always did something your whole life that manifested in your career because you're entrepreneurial and kind of could design
1: it the way you wanted to? And that's, like, a heavy question Yeah. on you. Well, something that's not directly related to obedience in terms of, like, output, but I've always written parody songs my entire life. Mm. I can remember <laughs> – I would write them, I mean, as a kid, but even in junior high, I can remember I'd be just observing people in class, and I'd start changing lyrics to, like, popular R&B songs to incorporate them into the music. <laughs> this is so mean. I never wrote this to anyone publicly, but I – I tell this note (laughs) to my best friend. It was about this girl in class with really bad breath, and I changed the lyrics. From oh, Leah's one in a million to like, your breath is worth worse than a carcass and you keep talking to me. I wish I could talk to another because I'm breathing, breathing in my sleeve. And so, but I never like, was I was not mean. I was very sweet in high school it's to mean. people. But did you tell anybody about it? I like my best friend. Like I would pass yeah. these like funny lyrics to like my best friend and she'd be like, you know, chuckling and getting kicked out of class because we'd be giggling. But I've always liked creating. I've always liked, I've always liked fun and play. I was, like, most spirited in high school. You have district. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Such a district. Love a district. Your breast like a carcass. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Taylor Swift. Don't no, <laughs> no breathing. breathing. <laughs> I did love Better Than Revenge, Taylor Swift, so strong. Actress Mattress is very elementary. <laughs> very I mean. strong. Um, you do, you're good at a parody song. But, yeah, I've always liked – I've liked just play and fun. Like, yeah. I know that like, sounds, like, really broad and, like, not very – like uh drilled down and specific but I've always liked to have fun and play and and I think like that I was like I used to kind of carry through my whole life I was always like scheming some silly little venture with friends or developing like little skits and sketches or writing poetry I don't know I just like I've always loved that creative element
0: and no totally yeah it's almost that that's the effort piece we've talked about is like High effort low significance like some people <laughs> yes. to, put, to put a lot of effort into something people need a means to an end or like need their it to be for a reason. but I think some people really enjoy the process and don't need the end result to be anything that serves them.
1: Yeah, right. sometimes for me the if it makes someone laugh and it like it just adds something to like a group dynamic and it becomes a talking point and we're all having a silly goose time like that sometimes is good enough of a result. Um, I also
2: think a lot of things that seem like obvious in terms of jokes and wordplay that's because they took a lot of time and a lot of like inventiveness and genius like when you look at that and you're like oh of course like I think people do that when they when we consume yeah. comedy in some mm-hmm. way or wordplay yeah. or writing is that you're just like oh of course it's called the this but you, and I think that's like a sign of something well done is when it seems easy to somebody yeah I think you're right so yeah that's a really I interesting think feels, point yeah I think if it feels effortful you've probably it's not like hitting the nail on the head. But like, you know, when you said, okay, we've got 30 minutes and we're going to come up with our <laughs> South Michigan Real Housewives, you can tell there is – I wonder what that is that the three of us have in common. Yeah. That it's a creative challenge. It's, But like the stakes are low. That's also very fun. Not to call your podcast low stakes, but what we come up with. I played was
0: dolls for three weeks <laughs> and filmed it. So I high thrive stakes. in a low st- low, st- high something that requires high effort to look good. But the stakes are low, even if it yeah. didn't. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, nothing would be better to me than to be like, I don't know. Here's just this thing, and people were like, Ah! Like yes. that is a true to my, like kid my personality. First yeah. Right. Would just be like, I don't know. Here's a little something, and then like, <laughs> like I used to put on shows for my family, and I would pass out tickets, <laughs> and but the tickets would say there is about to be a gymnastics show. Um, so don't be surprised, but I was already telling it, don't be surprised if someone pops out of the living room and starts performing and but I would s- pass out tickets to every member of my family and then I'd suddenly, I'd like slowly turn out the music and then I'd begin my routine. So I wanted to be like, it's no big deal, but I would probably practice it for like,
1: yeah, I feel like that's how all of us approach that little tagline challenge. It was like, all right, we'll just throw something to get together. And we all busted open our laptops and started firing out taglines Oh yeah. like rapid fire.
0: It's because I think you know your potential, <laughs> yeah, I and like, you want to live up to it in
1: any, yeah, any context. It's totally. like I can't phone, I can't phone in anything. That's how I feel. Like I feel like I can never phone anything in. Even, even if could I'm only given ten minutes to think of a tagline. Then I got to give an A plus in that ten minute period, right. or I will, I will harp on myself internally the rest of my life. Like I'll go, <sighs> like you really didn't try as hard as you could have, and you really could have knocked that one out of the park, and. But my
0: argument per the B plus there and five of it all or whatever, it's like the – I think the ability to brainstorm and shoot the shit and have that sort of mental flexibility is indicative of not needing the A plus because there's so much joy even in the bad ones. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're right. That's true. And you know they could be really, really good, but you almost live for –
2: See, I think you say A plus in terms of your effort and you mean B plus in terms of result, yes, of what you A third party yeah, yeah, yeah. yardstick right. to yeah. measure
1: the attitude. Because you don't care you're that doing. you're gonna
2: have the best in the thing. You oh, wanna exactly. know that you gave
1: it your best. I wanna know that I like took the time to like fire out what I could and but I agree mm-hmm. with you that like if the, the I love the dumbest ideas, I love the silliest things that come out right away. Mm-hmm. Like that's when we're doing a lot of our like riffing and slogan challenges, like we're just allowing ourselves to play and be silly and ideate and whatever sticks sticks. but yeah, it's like it's
2: yeah, one of my favorite things I learned when I, I took a late night writing class through IO, RIP <sighs> I um, feel like it'll come back. Comedy writing class. Is that the um, um, improv Olympics. improv yeah. yeah, like the other Second city and IO are the two big like comedy mm-hmm. schools and theaters in Chicago. And they, in addition to improv classes, they have writing classes. And I took one about, you You d- learned how to develop a packet, a writing packet for a late night show. Mm-hmm. So you'd learn like what goes into it, what would I need to create? And when they had us learning how to write headline jokes, our teacher was like, do not use your computer. You have to use a yellow legal pad because you're not allowed to edit. If you edit as you're going, you're mm-hmm. going to miss. It may not seem like that was good there, but you're going to probably turn get a turn here and be like, oh, but that word is good yeah. here. And so not editing myself as I go as a relation to like Mm -hmm. accepting bad ideas as the gateway threshold, if I will, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. better ideas, I think is so important in creativity. And that does feel like the B-plus thing because you're like, you have to be willing to put some of that stuff out there or you'll never get better.
1: Yeah, it has to be iterative. It It has to be because I think like you'll never know how good it could be until you put something out there initially. And then you can always refine and tweak and – and reiterate and rethink and reconceptualize, but yeah, you have to be willing to put the B plus out on the table.
0: Oh, for sure. And I think that's an interesting way to like think about it in terms of uh, editing too, because um, I kind of think of uh, anything as like your first scantron bubbles are probably your best bet, mm-hmm. and it's so tempting to go back and arbitrarily change bubbles yeah. almost out of like superstition that like this yeah. came easily to me and it can't be good. Yeah. But, and i think sometimes depending on my mood or time of day or when i revisit something i'm like i either think it's the worst thing i've ever seen or i'm a prodigy yeah and it, it it's very i don't know it's one of those things where i think you have to trust your instincts and walk away from something you're yeah. you're tinkering at eternally i yeah. will tinker at this podcast eternally this is why this single takes a journey for me
2: well i think there's a, a, there's a i don't know if it's like societal messaging but there's uh, this thing where you should devalue something that just because it comes easily to you doesn't mean it's not valuable. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think a lot of people who are naturally talented at things, not that you don't need to work hard at it, but it can be simple to set a price or the a value on it. Cause you go, that can't be worth that much. Cause I can do it in my sleep. But like, that's exactly why it should be costly. That's why it's valuable to people yeah. like
1: you. Yeah. It's like the, uh, Pablo Picasso drawing on a napkin oh, yeah. anecdote. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how much is this worth? Well, it's a million dollars because it's taken me. It doesn't matter if it's a doodle on a napkin. It's taken me, you know, forty years to it. Yeah, they to go. It took you five it.
2: minutes. Yeah. yeah, but it took me twenty-five years to yeah. master
1: it.
0: The time things take relative to their value is a frustrating thing. Of, well, okay, I'll give you an example. Like, so, as friends, we all talk. Yeah. And Allie and I were talking one day. We were at Soho House. Mm-hmm. I'm not a member. <laughs>
1: Not yet. We're working I'm not on a it. i <laughs> that, that is how
0: I feel. Ev- like, I have to say it every
2: time I go to Soho House with her. I think
0: I'm not one Hi, of you. Can I have a water? I'm not a member. <laughs> I, know. I literally... I'll get my own water. I thought there was, like, a... Like, a sign- like there was a way people knew just from like how i walked and talked like a <laughs> secret tell? sorority handshake. yeah yeah people could tell, people could tell i was a non-member yeah. um and then then of course when you're not a member you're like this isn't that great like why do people care <laughs> meanwhile i was like dying to go to a pool all summer <laughs> meanwhile we had a literally like the most passing conversation about something and you gave me like the biggest breakthrough i had ever had about this project i'm working on Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, and it was very, very in passing. And it was kind of a funny thing where I don't uh, like it was like a moment of me realizing your value in terms of like something that would come to you so natural that you would say to a friend in conversation yeah, that I also yeah. just happen to benefit from. <laughs> Lucky dog. Uh, I would have paid so much money to understand and have the third party yeah. clarity of. Mm-hmm. And I take so much pride in being able to ideate all my shit. Yeah. But I've been doing this, sitting on this forever. Yeah. And, ne- and it was, it's with the name Be There in Five. And it was literally just a statement that, like, I was talking about having trouble writing um, a content, like a book that has something to do with Be There in Five, like my life's work, my name. I'm only in my 30s. Like, mm-hmm. how does a person communicate something so uh, that's supposed to be, like, kind of directive or... Adv- I, I, I never wanted it to be like an advice thing or Rachel mm-hmm. Hollis or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, so I was struggling with the angle, and Allie was just like, well, is not the whole point of be there in five if that you're almost there?" Mm-hmm. I literally almost mm. fell in the pool. <laughs> I I called my and that's mom. when you get kicked out. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god! Like, it, I was kind of like, this—that's this the whole arc. It's like, yeah. I'm just all, I'm always close. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. on your way. I'm on my, I'm on my yeah. way. And you saying almost there and on my way, I was just like, I was like to have marinated in this for yeah. six years and never seen that yeah. was exactly why third-party services are so yeah. important, uh, but also why people that share your, like, vibe is important. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I've talked to people before, they're like, so you need to have a giant clock around your neck, like flame-a-flame, and flame. you're running. <laughs>
1: And I don't feel understood. And yeah, it's <laughs> like the focal point of the book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you delivering me a deep life metaphor <laughs> packaged in a quippy tagline. I was like it blew my mind. But that is
2: cool to think about like when we talk about like childless millennial and like mm-hmm. those kind of things of this, like I'll get there when I get there mm-hmm. is so like to be able to like own that, I think is a huge part of mm-hmm. your message and what resonates with people and it has always resonated with me in all these conversations we've yeah. had is Going like I'll get a bar cart when I get a bar cart. Like when that right. happens for me, like that I'm not late. I'm like exactly on time. I, oh, no, I, I'm, I'm give- gonna cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gifted you a tagline and you a bar
2: cart.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Lord Lefever strikes again. Lefevre
1: is in the house. My Lord and Savior. It's a yeah, rite of passage. But I actually think like it's really cool about that idea is I would rather hear from someone who's on their way up than someone who's sitting at the top. I think that there's something like really endearing about being along for the ride with someone. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I think it's... there's like a place for both. Like it depends, right? Sometimes you want to be hearing or like,
2: you know, certain industries or topics you want to hear from someone at the beginning. Sometimes you want to hear someone at the... Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, even what I've noticed is I'll tell my uh, doormat story with like a rose-colored retrospect. Mm -hmm. It's like I did this and bop 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 And like (laughs) you almost become a like a kind of cliche of yourself because you talk about your story so much. And yeah. I, and I'm, I think I'm very obsessed with having a real time log of it as it's unfolding. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was a big driver of childless millennial. Cause I was like, I know this is risky and superstitious and I want to eat my words, but it would be interesting for somebody to be able to hear not how I, I said I felt, how I actually felt. Right. Yeah. And then depending on where my life takes me, being able to listen to those two things right. and then both be completely honest and not retrospective.
1: I think that's such a good point. I, I do think it's it's very rare that we unless we're uh, you know avid journal journalers or keeping a diary to like chronicle how we're actually feeling in like a very raw way. Yeah. It's so much more honest and relatable. It's hard to remember the tough times or what it felt like when you were struggling or things were a challenge or there was a lack of clarity. Like, I know I have a hard time tapping back into those feelings. So I, think I trivialize it's, them. I'm like, wow, i no so worried about that. Yeah. Or we trivialize
2: it, them or we like brand them too tightly. Like you said about like any part of your story uh-huh. that you've been asked a lot about. Yeah. You want to like keep it tight. You don't want to bore people. You want uh-huh. something to be valuable for it. So you're just sort of like… Not commodifying it, but do you know what I mean? Like over-commercializing it when right. yeah. there were all these weird sticky points that don't feel like clear pot, plot points. That's so, a good yeah. point.
1: Yeah, because you're trying to you're trying to make the thread so clean and clear mm-hmm. that like you're tying these things together perfectly, and like a lot of times it's really not that clear and tight.
0: It it's can a be. Chinese slip on shoe. It is
1: Chinese. <laughs> yes, it is loose. It is It's por- Poorly constructed. It's <laughs> this is one of
0: those big old sequins on the bag I found in the toilet. Yes. And, and what you guys said that was like this is the perfect example of a really astute specific observation you're you both immediately were like the static electricity on those bad boys you scuffled across <laughs> the carpet a little too hard i was like oh my god Kelly, do you remember those chinese slippers you had and the static electricity one would incur shuffling across the carpet they were black velvet and beaded yeah beat it. Yeah, and d- uh, yeah, you would shuffle across the carpet and touch things <laughs> You were really into yeah, cuz you could spontaneous lift your human foot connection. up. No. The only
2: way to keep the shoe on, you had to shuffle. There was
1: no grip. Really?
0: There was no grip. That's None. why
1: we shuffled, not by choice, by force. Because there was because it was satin inside, so there was no good toe grip. <sighs> Those yeah. features are not. It was not a well thought out shoe. that's not a good that's shoe <laughs> make. <chew-make. laughs>
0: Lastly, you know, not that uh, I haven't explored their cobbling uh, catalog, but I do want to let you know that there's an online com- learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people called <laughs> Skillshare. <laughs> you can explore new skills, deepen existing passions and get lost, on, lost in your own creativity. And uh, they offer classes that are designed for like real life circumstances. So you can take them at will at your own time, your own pace, whenever you want to stay inspired to express yourself and introduce you to a community of millions. So their top classes right now, they have a lot of fun ones. So um, my friend Allie here might take Plants at Home, Unlift Your Spirit. Oh, sorry. Plants at Home, Uplift Your Spirit and Your Space. Taught by at Plant Queen.
1: Ooh. Plant not, Daddy. Not Plant Daddy? Not Plant Daddy. <laughs>
0: Still space. Uh, there's DIY product photography. There's uh, Creativity Unleashed, Discover, Hone, and Share Your Voice Online. iPhone photography, which I think is huge. It's especially if you're starting out with content, you do not need to be investing in expensive photography and there's so many cool things you can figure out on your phone. Find your style, five exercises to unlock your creative identity. I, I, I like these abstract sort of personality-based exercises that help you uh, find yourself a little bit better. Kind of like I was saying with the You're on your way. (laughs) Sometimes we're so far in what we're doing, we can't see ourselves out of it. And they have a really interesting exercise, not only for if you want to just dabble in content or or learn piano or or learn watercoloring, but also to like streamline finance, uh, open up a supply chain, to do practical business functions. And I love Skillshare because it empowers people in a way that education can, but without the barrier to entry that so often uh, holds people back from learning a new skill. So, uh, Skillshare offers uh, membership with meaning. With so much to explore, uh, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. They're, they're under 60 minutes with short lessons to fit any schedule, and it's less than $10 a month for an annual subscription. So, explore your creativity at Skillshare.com BTIF, and the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. Receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time, and be one of the first 1,000 to sign up at Skillshare.com BTIF. That's Skillshare.com slash B-T-I-F-T is in Tom, I is in Ian, <laughs> F is in Fred. Oh, wow. Ooh. I haven't said I is an Ian I ever.
1: Ian. I as in Ian. No
0: one really confuses I. I? That, that was
1: a- no igloo? She dropped the igloo for an Ian. Oh, it's igloo. Igloo, well, ice,
0: I was trying to think of a human's name. For, uh, what? a T is in Tom and F is in Frank are gonna be hanging out with an igloo. D is in Durang needed to be during to streamline. Streamlined. <laughs> no, you guys, you were awesome. Thank you for joining me. This was really fun. We didn't even get to the thing I wanted to talk about. Oh no. Um, which really I realized as we were talking, really there's not much to say and that's why I cut it from my show, which is how triggering. I found Gap commercials that swing danced in khakis. Oh, yeah, that was, the whole, that was the whole initial premise of this show. <laughs> uh, I, 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 the 90, in the 90s, there were Gap commercials that uh, did a lot of really uh, ambitious musical numbers wearing really unbecoming clothing. Sure. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The, I, think I,
2: I think I liked them when, I, when they were
1: on. Oh, they were cutting edge. I yeah. love the commercials. I've never liked the Gap. I know it might be very offensive to a lot of listeners. I said it's America's backup plan. It is. (laughs) Gap is one of those stores. I when I walk in with like my husband still likes Gap. When I walk in there with him, I like feel like an eight year old kid being dragged along with like their Mm -hmm. parent. I like I'm like ooh I hate it in here, and I like want to go sit (laughs) outside. But did you wear
2: (laughs) Heaven Dream Grass? Um. no, anything.
1: I, I, I know the smells because I
2: don't even know warm.
0: those names. Those what? were the heaven, grass, dream, dream? candles, and the
2: you don't, don't know those scents by the gap.
0: No, I mean heaven, no, dream. What? I never made it as a threshold. The <laughs> threshold of a dream <laughs> by the gap. They
2: were like they were as popular as the bath and body scents, like that was, yeah, those were big. Well, I never, you would recognize
1: it if you Googled it. You people would, were either heaven
2: or dream in high school.
1: Yeah. I think I like the smell of dream better, but like I never wore few, it. You no,
0: know, you were still in the age range. Why wouldn't Taylor Swift have a fragrance called Nightmare Dress like a daydream? Ugh, she really doubled down mess. on Wanderlust. Which is another silver lining of quarantine that we don't need to get into is uh, less travel quotes. That's true. Mm. Buy a ticket. Oh, my gosh. Take me back. Never return. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's there's quotes about travel, literally. This is the last thing I'll say, I swear to God. Um, heaven by Gap. Does that not Ode look familiar at... to you?
2: Kelly? Did what? you wear any Gap scents?
0: No, this is a knowledge gap. I, What? I'm sure. Knowledge gap <laughs> in these. I, I
2: gap for sure had sense, But I, you yeah. never wore them. Not to my knowledge. Oh Kelly my was. Dream was the he- most popular one. Kelly was one.
0: tip to tail, uh, uh, like sunripe and raspberry, I feel like. Oh, sure. We, oh, we, we you talked you about that. You loved a body we'll splash. These were splashes. No, it was a body shop. No, it was was CVS. It was Calgon. Calgon. Kelly, there is a... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There's a scent I'm thinking of. Like Vanilla Fields? No, but... um, Oh, Kelly, you'll know it if you heard it. It was a a very specific type of body splash that was at every drugstore.
1: That, in so far, tracks. I would go to the local CVS with my babysitting money to buy candy. (laughs)
0: oh my god it's i anyways i can't
2: believe you have never because at one time they had grass ohm like Mm om and then there was one other one but then those all got discontinued and and gap still sells dream in heaven
1: oh do they really because i Uh I remember the candles are really big i had a i think i got a grass candle as a gift one time but i've never liked gap but i did like the commercials like i remember they did a um uh they did a dress you up in my love they did a like oh, wanna yeah. dress yes. you up in my love? That was a Christmas, my- and it was like a slowed down version their of it. Christmas uh, commercials are great. Yeah, was that also khaki? Was that about their khakis? I think I think they're they're about it all comes back love. to It's like it feels like they only only have khakis and Gap sweatshirts. What else do they have? There?
2: My middle school, that was our uniform, was like. Sponsored by not like you could get things at at the Gap or J Crew to get your like your khaki your polo your whatever like that was the way they did uniforms so it was like a dress code and you could do like white navy or black tops and they could be polos oxfords or sweaters and then khakis could be like navy. Like khaki dark khaki but so we would go to the gap all the time for that
1: i love the idea that you were wearing like school uniforms in high school and i had a t-shirt that said no middle school but a middle school that i had a t-shirt well in high school i guess it said me so thorny and it had <laughs> porcupine on it. was it from abercrombie it was from gadzooks hot topic oh, oh
0: gadzooks had edgy, clothing. edgy yeah i had an abercrombie that's a midnight cowgirl
1: i needed a lot of attention
0: i stood was on navy top blue. of people it was navy blue with and it had
1: studs. And it had studs. I bought it off Poshmark recently. <laughs> you See, own it now? you guys are yeah. vanity plates. You yeah. are vanity plates. It's the big yearbook energy. Mm-hmm. Yearbook editor energy. Uh,
0: the Abercrombie t-shirts, though, like uh, that, I had these in old versions of my live show. And the, the t-shirts, like Will Spoon for Poon. I had a nightmare. Yeah. I was a brunette. No money, no car, no chance. Blondes are adored. Brunettes are ignored. Uh, do I make you look fat? Extreme makeover. And it's just <gasps> a brown bag
1: will spoon oh, wow. for poon
0: yes that that is will spoon for poon
1: oh <laughs> my god oh, so. oh my that god so foul. that's by a, was buy a abercrombie? <laughs> so many o's by a foul, the, <laughs> by a foul. that's those that were those were at abercrombie i remember the midnight cowgirl because my oh, friend yeah. had my friend sarah had one yeah. in high school and it was also like uh some coco's tiki bar when the day gets yeah. hot
0: the girls yeah. get Take the coconuts out or something. <laughs> 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 One girl called in or or wrote in. She was like, "I like I almost like tried to you know what like what's emancipate myself from my parents because they wouldn't let me get a pair of sweatpants." that said Camp Spread Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
2: Like, did we just not understand, or did we? No, we probably so did. I probably didn't.
0: From uh, like air, no, it was Abercrombie that said Hustler sixty <laughs> nine.
1: oh Oh my god but these are child
0: children and so they cleaned up their act in recent years but like they really made a business out of irreverent graphic tees yeah that were had so many words and it was like a business logo that was a fake business it's something you forget about
2: Abercrombie my mom wrote a letter to corporate because she thought their holiday bags were inappropriate all the men with their shirts on
0: (laughs) wow wait I okay I cut that out of um, the show because it was NSFW, but I was showing because I think there's something really funny about being me being like I was at the mall. It's whatever. But literally, the bags were a shirtless man down to his yes. torso oh, V, yeah. and the bags stopped right at the D, and like just to be like shop till I dropped. Yeah. And it's like such a it's like nudity. It's it's completely it's crazy wild. For young So women.
1: wild for like kids who are like 12. Don't you remember that they would bring in people to stand shirtless at yeah. the front of the yeah. stage? Yeah, yeah, around like the holidays. They'd have like a scarf on and like low jeans and they'd, they'd be completely shirtless. They
0: were single-handedly funding big pottery.
2: <laughs> That's where they're all at now. Yeah, Allie's like, I can't believe those bags. And she's like, has a whole collection. I have it like framed in yeah. my bedroom.
0: <laughs> Kelly, this scent you love that I thought was weird, it was freesia.
1: Oh, that was not... That at, was, Bath, at Bath
0: and Body Works. That's not the yeah. Calgon one? Yeah. Did you figure out Calgon? I sent you... I can't... I'm, I'm not paying attention to my phone.
1: Oh, no. I'm pretty confident I had the travel pack. <laughs> she I'm was going places. I, I want to say it was Tahitian
0: Orchid. Oh tropical
1: dream, morning glory, and perfect bliss. Morning glory. You
0: did have the travel because you're you're nothing if not price conscious.
2: Oh man. I'm dying. Oh, my gosh. I just found Will Spoon for
1: Poon. Wow.
2: Now it's gonna show up in your history.
1: Can't wait. I bet so you, you can your ad targeting too. I bet you can get that on Poshmark <laughs> if you're really eager. I used to have a t-shirt and I just I have it I just resurrected it. <laughs> I was I guess I was not in the will spoon for Poon Camp. I had a t-shirt that had um, Mount Rushmore but one of the heads was replaced with John Lovitz and it said, "But what about John, Lovitz?" <laughs> it's
0: like, it doesn't even make sense. It. Doesn't even <laughs>
1: Doesn't it doesn't even make, make, sense. make any sense. was that from Gadzooks? That was, I think, a Gadzooks t-shirt. But what about Lovitz? What was, what <laughs> it doesn't even make it? sense, but why is it phrased that way? I what, don't know. Why, what about? Three what? Mount Rushmore heads and John Lovitz head as one of them. And you were like, <laughs> lol. I thought he, I thought he was... <laughs> First, I think he was she was like oh,
2: bingo <laughs> finally someone said it <laughs>
1: this will kill it at my
2: vet why practice. isn't anyone
1: talking about it? <laughs> I think why I love John I mean I used to love John Lovitz as a kid because my mom loved him but he had a role in the wedding singer mm, you remember that we've no. talked about no. yeah yeah he's in like movies. oh yeah yeah <laughs> don't feel down many people like them yeah and he's like many mediocre people because <laughs> there's a subtext scene, <laughs> there's a scene that John Lovitz goes he, looking at adam sandler and he goes he's losing his mind and i'm reaping all the benefits and
2: it was like a classic line
1: in wow. my friend group. i friend. Yeah,
2: i'm <laughs> i'm laughing so hard <laughs> wow deliver I'm that literally again
0: levitating yeah. i'm about to spontaneously I'm combust call, murder me i'm dead what was the punchline i'm about i'm asexually reproducing, reproducing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this this ever happy shirt says blondes are adored brunettes ignored
0: it's like rude. No so money, rude. no car,
1: no chance. She said
0: the that. The ones one. that get rus- that get racist are so bad. It, they did a lot of like I don't remember these Chinese restaurant themed ones oh, that did like they really recalled. Oh, like takeout boxes. They used to have. Yeah, you're right. In, perhaps in one of the biggest swings and a miss, they <gasps> went after one Taylor Swift. And it, you, if if anyone's going to make you like recall a product, it's the Swifties. And they put out a <laughs> T-shirt in like 2013 that said more boyfriends than TS.
1: No. And people were like, oh.
0: Oh uh, so God forbid a woman be expressive in her lyrics. Wow. Oh my, well,
1: Lindsay just pulled up one of these that says, who needs brains when you have these?
0: I, I wasn't going to sell you out with Pangea, but... Um, <laughs> but now I am. <laughs> you can do it. We just had a very funny conversation where uh, Allie basically brought up the concept of plate tectonics <laughs> as if it was some... inner. Like I was on Reddit. <laughs> I heard the craziest thing. At one point, the continents were <laughs> conjoined. And guys, I know this is tough to stomach, but just hear me out. <laughs> uh, and then they separated, and what we have now is the world with its
1: land on. <laughs> I pitched the idea like I was at a table full of conspiracy theorists and yeah. flat earthers. Or like it was Kaler. <laughs> like you're just like, I was like here's right. my... I like, got to like, Let me make
2: the case. Just no one say anything <laughs> no until one say I anything. finish. Let me say the
0: whole thing. Will you join one of my PowerPoint parties? <laughs> yes. <This> conspiracy theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pangea. You may not have
1: heard of this.
0: <laughs> right. But to be fair... Uh, our other, our, our friend Cordy was saying, um, uh, the she's like, I always wonder how like languages developed. We, it was really big sleepover energy of yeah, like the yeah. universe, right? Um, and <laughs> I was like, well, what I think happened is that everybody started talking, and they're like their colloquialisms, and then one group was like What's that and then the other group was like, I was being so earnest in my delivery, and then I thought back on that. I'm like, if I was on reality television. <laughs> And like I'm like I fancy myself a smart forever. person. I know. Yeah. Um, it is funny the things you say in passing to illustrate a concept, and it made me empathize with Pangea more. Yeah, I was trying to be like, what's a colloquialism that could really take off if somebody secluded themselves? <laughs> yes, and that's the only thing
1: I could think. <laughs> WhatsApp. <up? laughs>
2: that's your delineation. Someone was like, "Hello," and then like it like slowly but surely turned <laughs> into WhatsApp, like, and that's that.
1: why we have Russian language. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and that's. Hebrew. Yeah.
0: Exactly, Latin splits.
1: I was laughing. I went to bed last night. I was thinking about Pangea, and I was laughing myself to sleep, thinking, "What happened in my brain that caused <laughs> like that, like that pitch in terms of that?" Like I was like
2: softballing that to the table. But do you remember that I kept going? You guys, she's so smart. She's like the smartest person I know. And <laughs> <laughs>
1: like she was trying to hype me up. Like, don't judge her by this statement. I was afraid
2: you were going to be Pangean.
0: <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Pinge-, Pinge it in a hole. Pigeon pinching. See no I well, I obviously know you're smart, but I understand for the broader, you know, team. But uh I just think that like there's a level of emotional awareness you have to have these days when delivering anything yes. where you don't wanna come across aggressive in yeah. your knowledge or certainty. So even when you're saying, you know, Water turns into precipitation. Yeah, you want to tread lightly, just in case there's any truthers out there. These
2: these are uncertain times. These are uncertain times because you you took for granted like a lot of rationale on things. And there are people in all of our lives who we were like, oh you think masks aren't infringement front of you. Like, you know, yes. like you're learning these things because everything is so heightened right now. So I do think it, it bleeds into this because you're going, I can't take anything for granted. I can't take yeah. common sense for granted. I can't imagine that we're all on the same page. So I have to tread. So <laughs> you're like so I don't know I who think- I'm
1: going to offend with this Pangea commentary right. right now. So,
0: well guys, thank you for talking to me for uh, so long, for being so fun. I love having you on. I love getting to chat. It's um, by myself so often it's so refreshing to just be able to like live and breathe and have conversation and not have to make a point myself and make it come full circle we can just have
2: yeah
0: uh, we only uh, ever get combat. to talk
2: about branding and harry potter so like so this is a this is nice for us
0: <laughs> even though i sold really kind of sold you out with benji yeah
1: <laughs> that's all right that's all right i've got enough uh, stash confidence to okay. tap God. back into <laughs> okay good i'll add it in
0: later uh, but Lindsay, Alley, you're the best. Follow, uh, tell people where to find you both and the things you do.
1: Oh yeah, you can find us collectively at obedientagency.com uh, or that's our handle on all socials. Um, my personal handle is at Allie Lafever, A-L-L-I-E-L-E-F-E-V-E-R-E. There is an <laughs> and, E after every consonant.
2: Soon to be Pangea. At- Pangea. Pangea. <laughs> Um, And I'm at Rushbomb. R u s h b o m b. I have not been reported to the authorities for that nickname that I've had since high school on Twitter, Instagram, and then yeah.
0: This was. What about obedient? She did obedient first. Oh, you did. Okay, Mm -hmm. good. Just making sure. All right, guys. Well, I'll catch you on the flip side. Uh, This episode of All Too Unwell is now concluded. (laughs) And uh, as always, let me know your thoughts, and I'll let you know mine. Say it with me. I'll be Be there there in five. (laughs) I swear swear. (laughs) like I listen to your podcast I swear